Welcome, everybody, to episode 62 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey. Uh, today we are going to be talking about FIFA 13 and Torchlight 2 joint in this episode. Uh, Eric got FIFA 13. The rest of us played Torchlight 2. Uh, Will got FIFA 13, too. Yep. And I played the demo, so we'll be talking about that a little bit. Uh, teasers. Obviously, those games we're going to tease talk talk about later. Also, a little more Borderlands 2. Um and uh, FTL, Faster Than Light. So, uh, Nibble Vets, Eric, why don't you get us started? Alrighty. Let me pull it up here. Alright, um, Valve is partnering to release a four-disc set of Portal music. Is that something you guys would be interested in? I've never played it, so I don't know what the music is like. Sure. Not interested. Not interested at all, huh? I what is, I what is music like in that? Portal song. Really? Yeah, and you're a big music video game guy, so it must be not very good. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't notice it. All right. Um, also, cable companies are going to start testing out game streaming possibilities um, starting as early as late this year. And Time Warner, which is what we have here, is actually one of them. Huh. Would that make you want to... No, I'm not, not a fan. Same here. <laughs> not a fan of theirs. Those, is those shitty hotel video game systems that they have. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> with the you're with right. the crappy like Mad Cats controller <laughs> with all the weird buttons on it. Yeah. Um, PlayStation Three is going to be the first console to give discounts for digital downloading of new releases. Um, I guess I think it says in here you have to be a PlayStation Plus member, huh? which is fifty years annually, uh, or fifty dollars annually, um, and you're going to receive like a ten percent discount for new releases. Yeah, I think they should do that for yeah. digital copy. Now, I know you're a big hard copy guy, Dan. I am, but if they're going to be giving discounts for you digital would, copies, I'd do probably it. do it, yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, well, I guess we'll talk about Steam a little bit later, but, yeah, that's kind of what kind of what they do a little bit. Okay. So. And my last one, Dan, this one's mostly for you. Uh, Dragon's Ooh. Dogma is releasing DLC called Dark Arisen. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It doesn't really say too much about it in here, but are you still going to be wanting to play that? Probably. Yeah. I'll probably give it a try. I, I don't know if I'm going to have enough time, though, with right. the amount of games that are coming out. And the ones that did come out are awesome, and I want to spend a lot of time playing them. So it depends on when it comes out. And It's not till next year. Oh, yeah. So. I'll give it a try. Okay. There's not many games that come out in the spring, and then summer, obviously, is a, almost a wasteland for games. So, yeah, cool. I'll definitely give it a try. Um, I guess there are two new gameplay modes that haven't been named yet also that mm. are going to come out. Uh, they're free charge, and they're they're coming out at the end of this year. I don't know what they are. but I wonder if there's going to be, like, a co-op. Maybe. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for me. Okay. Corey, what do you got? You are on mute. <laughs> oh, hello. There you go. <laughs> like I said, it's, a, it's a light one for me this week. That's fine. I have the chances of an Echo the Dolphin sequel, sequel went up significantly. This is according to VentureBeat.com. When lead designer, the lead designer for the original Sega game, Ed Annunziata, doesn't his name doesn't matter, met with Sega last week about possibly reviving the series, and he tweeted about it. And I guess everybody who loves Echo the Dolphin went ape shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody was really happy. Um, and Count the only me other in on thing, that. The only other detail confirmed is that the soundtrack composer for the original is also on board oh, if wow. this project takes off. Did any of you guys play Echo the Dolphin? I did. I really wanted to. It was was just, it awesome? Yeah, it was one of those things, like, I don't know. 
it was a stupid game, but you're just this dolphin that swam around. I don't remember actually having to do anything other than swim around and do tricks, but um, I'd play it. I always It was one of those games where, like, I think one of my friends had it, and I always got super pumped to go over and play it. Yeah. You know? And it didn't really, it probably didn't have a lot going for it, but well, it was a fun, just a fun game to play. It didn't require a lot of brain power, right. which is nice. And I'm older now, <laughs> so I might be able to drink while I play it. And oh, there you go. Do whatever, so. You know what game was a little bit like that was Uniracers. Uniracers is an awesome yeah, game. Yeah, it was, absolutely. But there's, like, it was, you're just a unicycle on a yep. thing, and you do tricks. Corey and I played that semi-recently. Yeah. Great but, stuff. Yeah. It's along the same lines a little bit. You've never played Echo the Dolphin, Corey? Mm-mm. Yeah. It does have sweet, like, atmosphere and music and stuff. So that's pretty cool that the original composer's coming back for it. Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. And my only other one is that Blizzard is considering free-to-play multiplayer for StarCraft II, and this is according to PCGamesN.com. Uh, I guess during a panel about esports at the Valencia Esports Congress, Dustin Browder, who is the lead designer on StarCraft II, said that Blizzard is looking at free-to-play as an option for the multiplayer. Uh, he went on to say, we don't know how we would monetize it. Well, it might be good fun for me to play against someone with only half the units available to them. That's not going to be an enjoyable experience for them. Uh, but I was, I kind of questioned that because there's a lot of different ways to implement free-to-play. You don't just have to make it, you know, pay for content. And I thought of some of what Zynga does with, like, in Scramble with Friends where they have the coin system where, yeah. you know, if you have the coins, you can play the game, but you only get a coin every hour or whatever right um so it limits the amount you can play but if you want to play more than that you're gonna have to pay a little bit right something like that is just another way another way to monetize it Uh but i thought that was interesting yeah okay and that's all i got all right i'm I'm coming down with something and i had a long a long week (laughs) sissy don't worry about it don't even worry about it i'm just kidding all right well what do you got for us um, my first one is there's going to be a new Darksiders 2 DLC. Actually, it had just come out today. It's called Argyle's Tomb, and it's 560 Microsoft points or 699 for PS3 or PC. Uh, my next one, Medal of Honor Warfighter multiplayer beta, is going to be released in early October. And my last one is there's a bug in Borderlands 2 that resets the amount of tokens you have. Uh, tokens are the things that you can use to permanently upgrade skills and stuff like that and get different... Uh, skins for yeah. you know whatever yep. but people have been finding that their tokens are getting reset and they're losing everything Ooh, that would suck yes that would suck did did do they know how or not mm, yet the article that i read there's no no explanation, no explanation yet. yet okay anything else nope that is it. okay all right uh someone already hit the new level cap in world of warcraft uh hitting level 90 just several hours after the release of mists of pandaria however i read I don't know if I read on a forum or something, but this person did it through an exploit, so they were already reset back down to yeah. back down to eighty five or whatever the I think eighty five was what the level cap was before, so so they got the ban hammer. <laughs> uh, and then Google claims they can accurately predict some sales by or predict game sales. I'm sorry, game sales by Google searches. I'm actually going to read this part of this article because it's pretty interesting. Um, they found some pretty fascinating stuff in tracking of searches, the top 20 games in 2010, 2011, they used their data to create a model and found that a game, if a game nets 250,000 clicks in the 10 months around its launch, it will sell somewhere between two and 4 million copies in the first four months. 
Um, they also they also say Google gives a picture of what exactly is being searched for in this window. Most start out looking for official information from the publisher, like trailers and release dates. The searches transition to walkthroughs, tips, and wallpaper after launch. Google found that game reviews are still relevant even four months after launch, as some are still trying to come to a decision. So that's pretty interesting. And that was from uh, Dale North on uh, Destructoid. So I thought that was interesting. Google trying to cash in on game searches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was actually my roundtable discussion article. Oh, so we'll talk about it more <laughs> later. A little bit, yeah. No, no, that's fine. I didn't see that anybody had tweeted it earlier today, but I saw later that somebody did. Oh, yeah, I tweeted it. Uh, no, it was this afternoon. Oh. I think it was this afternoon anyway. But anyway, um, and then NHL 13 has a pretty spectacular glitch. Apparently it's being called the Hercules check. And if you <laughs> hip check someone that's skating along the boards while you're going into the into the like going to for a line change as a defenseman, you check the person up into the in, into the stands a couple, you know, like four rows into the stands. Really? Yeah, it's pretty pretty funny. I watched a video of it on on the internet, and it's pretty pretty. Can neat. the player come back, or is it like yeah they out? they slide out through the boards? Uh. <laughs> it's pretty pretty awful looking. That's funny. Yeah. Um, and it was actually a Sidney Crosby that was getting checked into the. Was I, it? I think they did that on purpose. No, yeah. I love it. Yeah, but but it was he was being checked by Zeno Chara. No, I hate it. Yeah. So I thought that was that was fun too. Okay, uh, how's everybody's week? I guess I'll go first because I only have one little thing to talk about. My phone kind of stopped working on oh. was it Friday? Um, I had the Samsung Focus Windows Phone Seven phone. And for a year and nine months, it ran great, and I never had any issues with it. And then all of a sudden, uh, probably like, I don't know, 20 seconds after I would open an app, the phone would just shut off for no reason. Mm. And then when I tried to turn it back on, even if it was fully charged, it would say the battery was depleted, so it wouldn't come back on. I have to wait 10 or 15 minutes to be able, before I could turn it back on, and then it was in low power mode, even though the battery meter said it was full, so it wouldn't do all the stuff it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I had to go back to using my iPhone 3G. Ugh. Not even 3GS. Ugh. My 3G iPhone. How slow? Very slow. <laughs> Very slow. But you know what? It's four years old. It still works fine other than being slow. Gets the job done. Gets the job done, yeah. So. What's the? Did you install the new, the most recent operating system on there? It only goes up to 4.2 one or something that's like when that stop doing it yeah that's probably that's can, as much as the 3g can handle yeah i was gonna say i probably couldn't handle the six so well it can't even do video right isn't that uh there's apps that you yeah. can download that that can take video but no it's original functionality it can't take video uh-huh. so wow yeah <laughs> yeah so that was a fun shift back to the dark ages because i can't even <laughs> download a lot of the apps that are out there because oh. you need at least ios five and for a lot of them oh so. god <laughs> i'm sorry dan yeah, whatever <laughs> what can you, you said do? you're getting the galaxy 3s or whatever it is. yeah i don't know i might just not have a cell phone yeah yeah you are going off the fucking grid man and we talked about this last week yeah think. well it's the cost it's yeah. like 70 dan you're going off the grid and i i, I wouldn't mind but it's it's so and I don't really use it for very much. Like I can still use this and have like my Google Voice that I can text with as long mm-hmm. as I'm someplace where there's Wi-Fi. You know I can do that. So I don't like I don't need it that much. Yeah. I don't ever call anybody. Well, God bless you. So 
we'll, but we'll see. We'll I see when the time comes. Yeah, I don't think I could either. I get like I get a lot of texts, but like I said, I'm I'm home, so I you know if I had my text messages set up through my Google Voice account, I would still get them as normal. Mm-hmm. Like I said, as long as I was someplace where there was Wi-Fi. But I haven't decided. I have three months until my contract is up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my week. So I'm slumming it <laughs> with the old iPhone 3G. <laughs> Eric, I know you had some fun stuff to talk about. I do. Uh, well, first I'd like to touch on uh, football real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bills won again, so that was exciting. I was expecting a big letdown against the, the Browns because they seem to play them every year. But It's based on where you finish in your division. And for some reason, they both suck every year, and they always end up playing each other, and I usually lose to them. But they ended up winning. Uh, C.J. Spiller got hurt, and it looked really bad. He got carted off, and people thought he, he either dislocated his shoulder or broke his collarbone. But um, I guess they didn't say exactly what happened, but they said his collarbone is intact, and his MRI came out much better than they expected. Huh, thank goodness. So he's probably not playing this week, but he should be back next week. Huh, that's good. So Good news. Uh, also, Fred Jackson's going to be back this week, it looks like, for the Patriots. So mm-hmm. that's a huge game. If they can win that, that's that's going to be a huge, huge win. Word. Um. Let's see. Other than that, I went to see uh, the band Coheed and Cambria last night for the fourth or fifth time. They were playing in Syracuse, and it was awesome, as usual. Uh, they always just put they put on a great show. The band that played before them was pretty good, too. They're a lot like Coheed and Cambria. Uh-huh. They're called Three, and I'm pretty sure one of the guys in it is brothers with a guitar player in Coheed and Cambria. Oh, wow. Um, he was talking about how cool it was that he used to watch them, like, practice and rehearse in his in his living room uh-huh and like now they're going on national tours yes. together <laughs> yeah um so that that was that was awesome um there's another band that i think you especially would like dan that's playing up there called enter the haggis they're like oh. a celtic i've heard of them have you i think i'm gonna go to it Did, maybe you told me about them uh-uh, i just why. found out about them where did, where would i have heard about them that's what like like the type of music that i yeah. like um, but I'm going. I think I'm going to go up and see them. They're playing in the same place, December fifteenth. Huh. Uh, so check them out. Hello. And also, the new Mumford and Sons CD came out today, who I love, uh-huh. and I really like the CD. So check that out. The new Green Day came out came out today. <laughs> Ignore that if you possibly can, because it's <laughs> shitty as ever. Um, and they need to stop. Do you guys want to talk about Billy Joe real quick? Sure. <laughs> the, the singer from Green Day. <laughs> well, they were playing at the iHeart Music Festival in Vegas. And now, did they cut their, their set short, like right in the middle of their set? I think so. Okay. And they were supposed to play for 45 minutes. <laughs> and they, they all of a sudden told them they could only play for 25 minutes. And the singer, who was apparently pretty blitzed at the time... <laughs> Just freaked out, and I'm, I wouldn't do the video justice, but Will Will tweeted it to me, and yeah. he freaks out, t- saying, "You know, I, <laughs> you're gonna fucking cut me short down to 25 minutes. I only have one fucking minute left." And he just goes on and on. And we were talking before before we started recording, and I I was with him until he brought out the line, "I've been fucking around since 19 fucking 88," and I was like, "Come on, man, yeah. don't say that." I don't know. Just don't be that guy. Like, he should have gone with, you're not going to fucking cut Green Day short for Usher. Yeah. Who doesn't even probably write his own music. 
he do, he doesn't do anything but dance and sing around. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know. And then he went into rehab, which <laughs> Will thinks is a conspiracy. I think it is a conspiracy. <laughs> I really do. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's drinking so heavily because he knows how bad their music is now. Yeah, that very well could be. You know, it is pretty bad. He's becoming a prima donna, and I don't really care for it much. Yeah, because I really liked Green Day a lot, yep. and their last two CDs have just been brutal. Yeah, they have been. They them and Weezer, they just remind me of each other at this point. It's just like two bands that I just loved, and they yeah. suck balls now. That's too bad. That being said, I think I am going to see them in January. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. well they mean, play the old stuff. Yeah, well, Which that's what will. you can hope, you know. Jesus. You can muster through one or two of those shitty new songs. That's what I did with when I went to see Metallica. So they just put out uh, the St. Anger, which was just an awful album. And thank God they only played one song from it. But hopefully Green Day will do that, too. Mm-hmm. But I think that was all I did. You don't like 21 Guns? I mean, other than everything about it, no, I don't. (laughs) That's a shame. Yeah. All right, Corey, what do you got for us? Uh, I had a mediocre week. Are we still on weeks? Is that where we're at? Yes, indeed. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of the iPhone, I finally upgraded from the iPhone 3GS straight to the iPhone 5. Hey! But I think we're going to talk about it during our Hangover episode. Yep. Um, Dan seems interested. Yes, so I am. I am too, actually. That. Uh, this weekend, I did a lot of traveling, and I spent a lot of time on a Greyhound, and they have power outlets and Wi-Fi on Greyhounds. So for the first time, well, maybe not ever since I've been on a Greyhound, but uh, I brought my laptop and just played computer games the whole time. Sweet, man. And it was freaking awesome, because it was over in a flash, and I just got to play, you know, five hours worth of computer games. Nice. Uh, and I played... The entire time I played Faster Than Light, which we're going to talk about in uh, what we played, so we'll talk about that later. Yeah. And the only other thing I thought you guys might be interested in is the fact that I watched Breaking Amish. Have any of you guys seen Breaking Amish? I've never heard of it. No. It's reality TV, Dan. But it's about these Amish folks who come from, like, you know, Pennsylvania area and move to New York City because they don't want to be Amish anymore. Huh. Oh, boy. It's really entertaining. Yeah? Well, Is it on Netflix? Entertaining. I don't know what channel it's on. I was watching it with my roommates. Huh. They, well, they there's a thing in the, the the Amish people that, I don't know, it's when you turn 18 or something, you go out into the world and experience yeah, the, things. The rum, rum Springer. Yeah, and, <laughs> and then, you know, once you're done with that, if you decide to go back, you can, and then... Yeah, this or is, you can this stay is and... after Rumspringa. This is, I don't want to be Amish anymore. Okay, done for good? Yeah, well, I mean, some of them say they want to go back and, you know, huh. whatever. They just want to experience the city, but there's one that's like a a badass, and right away he just left everybody else and went and got a tattoo and changed out of his Amish clothes. and I don't know. It's, it's very entertaining. Huh. I'll be damned. For reality TV. I'm still I'm still against it. Yeah. Well, you know, I was watching it, and I had this moment where I was like, if they really wanted to, they could make this, like, culture, culturally significant. But they yeah. don't. They just... No. They make it trashy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they don't they don't care, like, that it's going to help anybody or make people think. They just want stupid people to watch it. Yep. Yeah. You know? Not that you're stupid, more... Corey, but, I, you know. No, no, no. You know what I mean. Me. I'm with you. I'm with you 100% on that. That's their that's their target is yeah. stupid people. Right. 
Just every now and again, they'll get a smart person that actually likes it. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so okay. that's, that's and like I said, I'm I'm coming down with something, and I'm really feeling it right now. Yeah, I'm like just coming out of it, Corey. It sucks. It's whenever the seasons change. I actually got sent home from work the other day. That's fantastic. Well, I thought about calling in, and I was talked out of it, so I went in, and like I felt like shit. I, had, I, had, I think it was a sinus infection. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. Um. But I just felt like a complete mess. And some days where we work are busy, yeah. but like, there's only two managers there, and I was one of them. And the other manager was like, you, "If you want to just go home, man, I can handle it." And I was like, "I do want to just go home." <laughs> so it was pretty sweet. I, yeah. I guess this is part of my week too. I ended up watching um, the Arsenal soccer game, which was awesome. Oh, that was on Fox, wasn't it? Well, I don't get that anymore. Oh, wait, regular Fox? Yeah, there was a soccer game on regular Fox. I don't think it was that one. Okay. Was it? What time in the day was it? Do you know? It was a little after four. Oh no, it wasn't that because they were on at eleven in the morning. Okay. Um, but they played last year's uh, winner of the the uh, Premier League. They end up winning. No, ended Tied? in a draw, one one. But they scored in what was it, like almost the eightieth minute out of ninety. And uh, it was a pretty sweet goal. Um, so that was awesome. And then I watched the Bills game, which I would have missed both of those if I was at mm. work. So. Actually, it was a pretty good thing I got sick. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you probably would have gone home even if you weren't really feeling <laughs> crappy, right? If I'm offered, yeah, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna ask. I don't right. want to be that guy. No, but yeah. since he offered, I was yeah. like, yeah, 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 I do want to go. Get, I'll get out of here. Sure. Okay. All right, Will. What do you got for us? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, on Saturday, I had lunch with Corey. Oh, yeah. The entire family got together. Yep. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And oh, okay. No, just kidding. But anyway, one thing that did happen on the Saturday fo- football game for Newark Valley and Susquehanna Valley, two girls from our school got into a huge fist fight. And this, in the stands? Not in the stands. I went to the parking lot. They all oh, old school. Yeah. Like, met out at the flagpole at sundown? Yeah. It was... <laughs> I got texted during the the lunch, and it, one of the people that got into a fight, I'm glad did, because I don't like that person very much, but it, I guess it was pretty awesome. Huh. The person who told me didn't take video, though. Oh, why? That was, that was Everyone's got a cell phone. Yeah, right? I know. That's like, that's like what they're for. <laughs> Is for that stuff. Just in case, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, New- Newark Valley was awfully classy then, uh, going, oh, going to a different school. As per the usual. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going to a different... It was that school's homecoming, staying, too. <laughs> staying classy. <laughs> the cu- the fighting cardinal. Oh. Jesus Christ! But uh, North Valley won the football game. They're doing well, right? Yeah, they're two, three and one, four and one, three nice. and one, I think. Three and one, yeah. They lost to um, Tioga, uh, and the, I guess they played really bad against Tioga. I always hated losing to Tioga in anything. That's how I am with Waverly. I hate losing to Waverly. Yeah. yeah. But other than that, I mean, schoolwork. Fun. Yeah, the usual. I have senioritis already. Didn't take long, huh? No. Four weeks. Never does. Okay. Well, excellent. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. Uh, The music you're going to hear during the break is by the Blue Ducks, the song Fear Floss 5-6. So we'll be right back with our FIFA 13 Torchlight 2 main segment right after that.
Welcome back, everybody, to episode 62 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in our main segment now. Uh, first, we'll talk about FIFA 13. Eric, let's hear about it. <laughs> hey. All right. Um, well, what I wanted to first start out doing is, I remember when we did the preview, I went through, like, the EA's new, website. Yeah, the new okay. features. Right. So I just wanted to go through that real quick. Um, the first touch control was something that they, they added to eliminate near-perfect touch, which I I didn't think was an issue in the previous game. And I do like this part, actually, because you do notice it. It's a pretty big difference, especially I noticed in um, uh, Pro Seasons, which is what I play with all my friends that I've talked about a bunch of times on here before. Uh-huh. Um, when you make your own Pro, he's obviously starts out with lower stats and everything. Ball control is really shitty. And when when I played today with my friends, there was five of us on the team, and we were playing against other teams. We were probably, you know, same level as us, and it just came out today. Although, I should start out by saying I, I broke down. Um, <laughs> I feel like such a shit for doing this, but it turned out actually like a good idea. Uh, you know how EA has this, the season ticket yeah. or whatever? So you get early access to all their games. Mm-hmm. The sports games, that is. Uh, I'm sitting there yesterday or when Sun- sunday it was the day i yeah, got sent uh-huh. home from work uh i'm sitting there after the bills game and i'm like you know i don't really have a ton to do the rest of the day i'm gonna buy the season ticket and play <laughs> fifa now instead of waiting two days uh-huh. so it was 25 bucks <laughs> that i paid for a day and a half i should have playing fifa um but you know i was i i don't regret it because i went to pick up my copy today and i i traded four games in and I didn't pay a cent. Oh, nice. Um, the guy at GameStop told me that they've been having this thing with the computer where it's been doubling promotions. Oh, wow. And he didn't seem to care. Yeah. Neither did I. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually got four extra bucks that I added on to my Halo pre-order. Nice. Uh, and they told me you can't get the collector's edition anymore. Oh, really? I was pissed. That's not a surprise. But anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the first touch control, it's... You can really tell a difference because I, I was in the the time that I spent playing it before the actual game came out. Before I made my own guy, I was only using Arsenal for the most part, and they're they're a really good team. Mm-hmm. So their guys are all really good. D- like there's this one specific defenseman, Gibbs. If anybody uses the team, he's kind of not as good as the rest of the team. And y- you'll notice a lot with him when the ball's kicked to him, especially if you're holding Turbo down. He kicks the ball pretty far out in front of him. And that gives the the defense time I to get out. That you notice with that, Gibbs, yeah. Yeah. So it's realistic, though. I mean, some guys are better yeah. than other guys, you yeah. know. And if you don't have your your stats into uh, ball control and dribbling, it's going to happen. So I really actually did 
think that was really cool. Um, and also, the passing uh, in terms of first touch control. If 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 you send a, a really hard pass in, if the guy that's receiving the pass doesn't have really good ball control, it's gonna it's gonna he'll, vary he'll, a lot on there too. It. It'll pop up in the air, yeah. um, you know, stuff like that. So I really I really do like that part of it because it's it's realistic. Um, attacking intelligence was another thing that they talked about, which basically um, in in soccer. They call it making a run, which is basically just timing it the, the right way where the guy with the ball is going to see you making a run between defenders where he can hit you with a, with a perfect pass that's going to not necessarily go like in between the defenders you're running into, but it's going to cut through the defense and end up right where you're going while staying on sides, which right. I'm not even going to bother trying to explain that. Yeah. Um, it's much better. Okay. Way, way improved. This is one of the biggest improvements that they made. Like you, your players actually now like – it looks like they've played soccer before, and they right. know they should be running in a certain way. Um, so that that's really awesome. And they didn't say anything about the, the passing being improved, as far as I saw. It is so much better. The From FIFA 11 to FIFA 12, the passing is light years better, and mean, it makes a world of difference. You mean 12 to 13? 12 to 13. I'm sick, too. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, in, in the previous game, you would just – you'd see – Right where you want the ball to go, and there's no reason that the ball shouldn't go there. It wasn't like you did anything wrong. It was the computer deciding, well, the ball should go this way right. on this side of the defender, where if it had gone on the other side of the defender, it would have been a perfect pass. Right. Uh, with 13, that doesn't happen. And you can use uh, putting the ball in the air works a lot better. Just uh, the, the passing is just unbelievable how much better it is. And just all the movements, honestly... I don't ever want them to make another FIFA game. I said this to Jeff. I was like, they cannot make a better game right. than this. It's it's going to be my favorite sports game of all time. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. It's, yeah. I don't know what else I could ask for, honestly. They did such a great job. Um, complete dribbling. This is something I can't talk much about because I don't use the the fancy dribbling and stuff a lot. Yeah. I just It's just not my thing. I just Straightforward. Yeah, I get more confused by it than I do anything else. Billy uses it a lot when we play. I, I don't know. It seems to me like it causes more turnovers than anything else. I right. don't know. Um, maybe I'm just not good at it, but um, it seems like if you know what you're doing, it w- will work pretty well. Right. Because there's guys that I've played against that just fake me out of my jock strap, and it's embarrassing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That always happened in For NHL instance, too. I was playing this morning. I was playing Ultimate Team, which I'll get into later, but this guy was just putting a hurt on me. I was down three nothing, like twenty minute, twenty eight minutes into the game, <laughs> and he was just juking me left and right, and I couldn't do anything about it. So, yeah. if you can do it, it's it's a big advantage to you to, to you know really master the controls because there's it's complicated. Yeah. Um, but if you can do it, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Uh, FIFA Ultimate Team, which is something on FIFA 12 that I didn't even touch. Um. And I was still playing FIFA 12 up until FIFA 13 came out. So that's how much there is in the game. Yeah. I didn't even touch Ultimate Team, and that's one of the things that they push. Right. Um, so this year I'm making a point to do Ultimate Team, and it's fucking awesome. The only problem I have, I don't feel like it's doing a good job of matching me up against teams of the same caliber as me. Yeah. Um, cause if, you, of, if you play teams that are a lot better, it's not well, fun. Cause... Like, for instance, the guy that was beating me, like... You get your gold, your bronze packs, your silver packs, and your gold packs of cards, right? 
So you get a pack for starting up. I got an extra pack or two for um, getting the season ticket. Uh-huh. Um, and I got a couple decent gold cards that were high 70s rank, which is decent for what you start out at because the, the starter pack they give you is all like 50s, maybe a 61, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so my team was, I had probably five gold cards. Well, I, I get playing these guys, and their their whole starting lineup is all gold cards. Yeah, they're not necessarily great players, but right. they're, they're good enough to the point where they have better ball control than I do. They're faster than my guys. They're which, quite a bit better than yeah. The, the speed is a huge thing in FIFA, so yeah. I mean, so I was getting really pissed off, and finally I played a guy who was actually worse than me. I ended up getting so pissed off that I actually spent the money to download a couple of packs. Uh-huh. I think I spent five bucks, and I downloaded four packs of cards. So my whole starting lineup now is is gold cards, uh-huh. but there's still I don't have like a really I still haven't heard of anybody on my team. Right. Uh, my highest ranking guy is an eighty, so I didn't I didn't want to like stack my team because yeah. I still wanted to work towards it and kind of do what you what you should do, right. not what you're supposed to do because they want you to spend money to spend your money. Yeah, and people do so because yeah. the 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 one team that I played had just like all stars all around. Like I had heard of most of the guys on this team, and I was like. Luckily, he sucked. Oh, that's so good. he. I think we tied, but uh, so the one guy that I played, his team was worse than mine. I ended up. I think we drew at zero zero, but it's much different. Like the the difference with playing with Arsenal and the the ultimate team until you get your team up, it's so different. Which yeah. is good because yeah. it's realistic. You know, what I mean, it's like it's a pro team and it feels like you're playing with a high school team. Right. So. It's it's great though. Yeah. I think Ultimate Team and the menus in this game are so good. Like, yeah. Just the whole presentation, I can't explain it. You'd have to see it, but it's just they couldn't have done anything better. They really couldn't. Right. Um, EA Sports Football Club is something that they're they're pumping to. I don't know a ton about this. This is something I'll get more into as I play more of it. Um, it's it's about like leveling up and you can earn points. I actually got a bunch of points earned already from how high of a level I was on FIFA 12. Okay. And you can unlock um like new uh uniforms and balls and stats for your players and for your for your guy and stuff like that and what they call the football catalog. Is that kind of the RPG elements yeah. of the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's instead of experience, you get like tokens or something like that that you can unlock stuff with um and another cool thing that they do they did this in the last game it seems like it's it's like uh, more of a thing they're trying to push this year is you support your favorite club in real life so you say who your favorite club is and it's ranked around the world based on how many people have picked this club and if you compete against rivals of your favorite team like your club level goes higher so you try and lift your favorite team up to the top. It's That's pr- kind of cool. It's awesome. Um, As I saw when I chose Arsenal as my favorite team, they asked me, do you want to support this in real life? And I was like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I wasn't sure what it did. Yeah. Uh, career mode was the last thing that they had on here. Haven't really touched career mode. I probably won't too much. I, I'll try it. But the thing is, at least in last year's game, I'm assuming it's better because everything's better in this year's game. Um Playing against a computer sucks because they never pass the ball, and it's frustrating as hell. Yeah. Like, the computer will have the ball way more than you, and they don't do anything with it. It's like they just kind of dribble around, and yeah. if you get near them, they go around in a circle. And yeah, you got to try and catch them. It's, it's annoying. So hopefully that's a little better. But this year what you can do is you can actually play, instead of just playing as a club team, you can use um, international teams, which is cool because you couldn't do that before, I don't think. 
Um, and I would love to play as the U.S. Well, I, I'm looking forward to talking about something that somebody left us in feedback. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he said something that I didn't really understand. But we'll talk about it later. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what else is there? The other game modes. What the hell was it that I wanted to talk about? Well, I can talk about the, the pro seasons mm-hmm. that we played today. Uh, we've already got five guys on the team. Will will be joining. I think we have two other guys, so that's easily the most we've ever had because I think we've only had four uh, before. Um, it's basically the same thing. Just It's just much better you know, with all the improvements that, they, that they've made in the game. Um, the, the big difference, though, is that you are playing head-to-head seasons last year, which was only single player, where you could get relegated and advanced to higher leagues. They put that into pro seasons with your team, which is awesome. Yeah. And it's going to make it so much more fun. More competitive. Yeah. And uh, what they did, too, was this is in regular head-to-head seasons and with your pro club team. Um, you can not only get enough points to get uh, pushed up to a new division, but you can win the division title for whichever division you're in, and you like get a trophy case. So like our, our pro club, if we win Division 10 and get enough points to win the actual title... We'll like collect a bunch of trophies for all the divisions that we've won. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, with my early access, I advanced two two divisions already, and I won the the championship in both of them. I started out eight zero, and I texted Jeff, and I was like, "I'm eight zero, man, kicking some ass." And of course, lost my next two games. <laughs> right, right. But um, once you start getting yeah, cocky, I started getting a little cocky because like I was kicking everybody's ass. wasn't even really close. And yeah. Then I lost my next two, but I, I won. I'm nine zero and two so far, which is really good. So, um, I love playing with Arsenal. Really like them a lot in this game, um, and I haven't had to play Barcelona or Real Madrid once, Whoa. which is fucking awesome. Because yeah. every time you'd play last time, it was only those two teams. Yeah, that's that stinks. And it hasn't happened once. So, um, another cool thing they added uh, was uh, the skill skill games mode. I didn't get to try this a ton, but I'm going to. It's it's pretty much like little mini games that tests like. Is that kind of like the things that they have on the loading screens? Yes. Oh. Okay. But you can do it longer, and like oh, okay. you get more points for it and earn tokens. I thought that was a great idea. It's awesome. It's it's pretty cool. Like if you don't have a lot of time, you just feel like dicking around, or if you're trying to learn the controls, it's helpful for that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do. There's penalty shots where they set up targets. There's crossing the ball in. There's dribbling. There's passing. Anything really, so it it is good. If you've never played before, will like you should you should try it just to get the controls. Yeah, I had a passing one. Yeah, that was good. Um, and you can level up doing that. Um, so that's really cool. The other, uh, I think probably the last thing I wanted to talk about was the match day events. Um, basically, what this is, it's really awesome how they have it set up. It's almost like it's four games inside of one game. Uh-huh. Like there's the match day. There's Head-to-head seasons, there's career mode, there's skill games, and there's the pro clubs mode. And they almost have it just like almost separate little games where you go into them and then you have to back out of each one of them. It's just so awesome the way they did it because you feel like you're just so into like that part of the game. Yeah. yeah. And you don't get intimidated by how much there is. They don't hit you with everything. Right. You know what I mean? Um, So match day events is basically like with Arsenal, what I did is you can go in – and one of the really cool things, you can turn this on or off, which I thought was, was smart of them, because some people might not like this, because if their team's not doing well, it wouldn't 
be good for them. Right. But based on how players are doing in real life, they will actually like boost their stats up, and they call it what their form is in real life. So I thought that was really cool, and it'll take their next four games, and you can play um, whatever your favorite team is. It'll it'll set up, and you can play their, their next four games, and it will actually, throughout the season, wherever their standings are, the the dialogue that's used for the announcer that's calling your game he will change based on like where they are in the tables uh-huh. and Love it, that. yeah it'll be like if it say it came down to like the championship the last day of the season and i decided i wanted to play that on my game like arsenal against whoever it his commentary would actually be about like the winner of this wins the championship because right. that's what it is in real life wow which like is awesome that is pretty cool um and there's another part to that that I'm completely forgetting, and it's not going to come back to me. But I'll be talking about FIFA for the next forever. Year. So <laughs> until FIFA 14 yeah, comes out, so at some point I'll be bringing it up again. But I mean, I cannot tell you how awesome this game is. Like yeah. I literally have no complaint. Yeah, nothing. I play. I played the demo. As what did I said, you think? it's awesome. There's right? really it's it controls like a dream. Oh, the graphics are fantastic. It's really really well done yeah would you think yeah. about playing it like at all yeah but i would probably buy it and play it for a month and then not play right. it anymore like i do like i've done for nhl right just because i don't get into the the competitive online mm-hmm. as much as everybody else right, so right, right. um but it's i mean as far as sports games go it's i had no complaints about the gameplay i only played yeah. the gameplay i don't know about any of the modes or anything right, right, right. um i didn't do very well well, hard, no, that's the thing. But, that's a steep learning curve. If you've never played before, yeah, it's a steep learning curve for for a game. I scored a couple goals. Did you? Yeah, but it was on the easiest difficulty. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah. I got beat three to one, and then i I had a shootout. Uh huh. Penalty. Yeah, and I had no idea what what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same as the the game. So no. Yeah, I didn't know what I was. So, doing. Will, you played a game? A game. Lost three to two. Was did you use normal? Arsenal? I did. I played Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah. Um, that's who I was. I think Sunderland. Are they black and yellow? I don't know. Beats me. I don't know a lot of the teams. Yeah. Pl- I played a black and yellow team. Um, I have some tips for you about Arsenal's lineup. Okay. That you need to follow, starting with getting Murda Soccer out of the lineup. Murda Soccer. He's ranked like an eighty-one. He's this big blonde German dude. Okay. But if you look at his stats, the only reason he's ranked so high is because his stats are really high in the parts that it matters for a defenseman. But he's slower than dirt. And speed is so yeah. important in that game. And guys just get by him. He Literally, his like acceleration is like a 20. <laughs> and his speed is like not much higher than that. I take him out immediately. Okay. But I, I can tell you his stuff later. Okay. But So what did you think, though? I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot yeah. of fun. It's a solid sports game. Like I said, I haven't played it real lot, yeah. but I know I'm going to be playing a lot of it. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to play. Okay. Just we're let me know. Play. We'll get you in there on the team once you get playing. And I'm not playing a game until I'm better. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> but, yeah, I can't, I can't wait. Oh, I, def- I definitely see the appeal for for it's Damn. just it's very well crafted. Oh, you, no. I wish they would put that time and effort into their and, other games. And that's what I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, I know this is the biggest seller worldwide, but, like, NHL 11 was so good, and yeah. all they had to do was fix a couple things. Yeah. And that's what I feel like the difference between FIFA 12 and 13 is. Yeah. It was so good. 
they had to fix a couple things, and they did. did yeah. And they not only did that, but they improved on everything else. Yeah. And it's perfect. Yeah. I literally don't think they could make a better FIFA game than this. Yeah. I don't. I don't know how it could be any better. And I'm hey, almost. Can I jump in here? Yes. Um, when was the last time they really changed something in FIFA since before you played it? I don't know. I didn't really, really get into it in, until FIFA 11. So okay. I don't have. And that was good, too. I've never played a soccer game that I didn't really like. Yeah, because I, I just feel like with these, these EA sports games, and you guys probably know better than I do, but they get like on a cycle where they'll 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 change something somewhat drastically and uh, they'll rip out some things that that were some features that were in past games when they do that and then slowly re-add those features back in to make it seem like they're constantly doing <laughs> right. stuff. Right? I mean, that's what I observe in hockey anyway. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. I just, it does just for some reason feel like they treat FIFA differently. I don't know why, but yeah, it's they they should do that with an NHL. I, they didn't have to fix a lot, and they did nothing but fuck that game up terribly. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm only gonna get FIFA. I'm not gonna get NHL. I can't imagine me playing another sports game at this point. Like, yeah. I have Madden, and I have no interest in playing it. Yeah. And it's a good, and you like it. It is. Madden's a good game. I would suggest it to anybody that's a football fan. Yeah. But. I thought the the physics seemed really really well done too. Um, all the slide tackling looked realistic. Yep. Um, you know the kicks and it just it was great. It's, it was a great game. Yeah, I can't say enough. And critically acclaimed. Oh yeah, I actually have a bunch of reviews and the Medi- Metacritic rating is ninety one right now, which is Good. great. I yeah. can't imagine it's going to go down much more than that. Uh, IGN gave it a nine point That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's lowballing it for IGN. <laughs> I usually take two points off of theirs, but I'm not going to do that for this one. No. Uh, yeah, I actually brought up that the G4TV.com gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Okay. Um, let's see. For their pros, fixes many of FIFA Soccer 12's issues, which is true. Content heavy as usual. I'd say it's heavier than usual. Great ball control, yes. First touch control can be a challenge to newcomers. That's, that's under cons, but like... I, I wouldn't know. put that on their con. It's just like Newcomer, you got to get used to it. Newcomers don't know what that means anyway. Right, and they so. don't. Right, exactly. If I said first touch to you, you'd be like, huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't um, know what it, what, how it's different from last year. Right, yeah. Menus lack optimization. You said the menus were great. I love the menus. I trust your opinion. I don't. You've played quite They're, a bit they're of FIFA. reaching here, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. But, man, if you're even remotely thinking about getting it, please do. And please challenge me to a game. Yeah. If any of our listeners are playing, I know Michael. Was it Michael Nelson? Yeah. Um, I'd love to play with you, and I'd love to have you on the, the club too, if you're interested, or even if you want to start a different one with me. That's fine with me and Will. Um, love to do that. So, uh, club's name is CT United. Challenge us, lose. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Actually, it's tough because that's the other thing I wanted to bring up about uh, pro club seasons. When you have as many guys as we're going to have, it's very hard because you have to stay in position. Yeah. You you have you have to do one of two things. You can either all rush for the ball and hope that the other team just doesn't know what to, how to handle it and just score a lot or stay in position, and it's very hard to do that. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you learn. I, I feel like I'm pretty good at it. Um, it's like playing NHL online, too. Well, yeah, Positioning you, is very important. It is, and your tendency is just to rush – to the puck or yeah. the ball, you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. who doesn't want to score a goal? But right. it, you just can't do that. Yeah, it's like real life. If you do that, you're you're gonna get screwed. So yeah. stay in position. But yeah, 
get it and play it with me. Okay. So very highly recommended oh, from Eric. Highest highest recommendation I've ever given any game. Do you think it'll be your game of the year? I hate I would hate to give it to a sports game. Right. I don't know why, but I'm not going to play any other game as much as I play FIFA, so I don't see why not. You right. know? I mean, it's an awesome game. I shouldn't say I shouldn't give it to a sports game because it's yeah unbelievably well done. But right. uh, it's the, the lead game now. And of the games I know I'm getting, eh. Possibly Halo. Maybe. But Halo's more of a, a multiplayer thing for me. Right. I don't necessarily... Right. I don't think I've ever beaten the campaign. campaign on any of them. Right. So, and you know me. I don't beat games. Right. But maybe Halo, I guess. Okay. Oh, I wanted to tell you the games I traded in. Oh, yeah. I traded in um, NCAA football. Done. Uh, <laughs> Mass Effect 3. Uh-huh. And... I told you what I traded in, didn't I? I can look real quick. You want me to? Yeah, look. I'm going to try and remember. Mass Effect 3, NCAA football. Oh, FIFA 12. You don't need that don't anymore. Don't need that anymore. What was the other one? One more guess. I don't remember. UFC. Oh, UFC. That's okay. right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to miss any of them terribly. I, I, I'm i not going to end up playing Mass Effect. I just came to grips with that, you know right. what I mean? So, <laughs> just not going to do it. So. I mean, maybe if they stop coming out with video games, yeah, if you they would just get to it. Stop but... fucking making games, yeah. you know what I mean? I yeah. might play it. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. So. All right, well, let's talk some Torchlight. Shall we? Uh, Torchlight 2 came out, uh, was it Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Um, by, it's by Runic Games for PC. For right now. That I don't know if there's plans for console releases. Probably eventually. Um, so, yeah, it's a point-and-click action, or not point-and-click. It's an action RPG. Isometric. Isometric. That's what I was looking for, not not point and click. Um, yeah, so let's get into the classes. The characters you can be are the Outlander. Uh, the Outlander is a wandering nomad who uses ranged weapons. Berserker. Berserker uses quick attacks and animal-themed special powers. Engineer, who is a heavy melee fighter who has who uses steampunk technology. And then the Ember Mage is a spellcasting class with elemental attacks. Yeah, so. if I could just jump in here, we should preface this by saying that you, Will, and I all played together yesterday. Yes, we did. For a couple hours, and I think Will played significantly more than just that, didn't you, Will? Yeah, yeah. Will probably played it the most. Yeah. I probably. played I played a little bit solo, too. Um, did you what? play Did you play any solo, Corey? Uh, for like five minutes. Okay. So, so no. I've got a couple hours um, in solo. But what I I don't even know what classes you guys were when we played together. Now that you're talking about the classes, because I was a, a berserker. Berserker, yeah. yeah. Um. Well, when we played together, I played as the engineer, and I played as Ember Mage. Right. Uh, the engineer being the melee fighter. I I, I was going to pick engineer for my solo class, but I decided I went for my solo class. I went with the Outlander. That's what I did too. So, because I like guns. Guns and magic. Yeah. And boobs. Uh, yeah. Boobs. Uh, um, yeah, so some of the features in uh, this game that are, well, in this game, but some of them are not in the last one. Uh, the first being pets, which is I think is one of the th- main things that differentiates Torchlight 2 from, from Di- like, say, a Diablo. Um, I didn't list all of them. I can only list some of them from memory. Bulldog, wolf, eagle, panther, dinosaur. Ferret. Was there a ferret for one of them? My Outlander has a ferret. Okay. Raven. Cool. Raven was that one of them? Yeah, there's like a house cat. Yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, there is. Uh, and there's a couple different kinds of dogs, I think. Yeah, uh, bulldog. Oh, does uh, pom- Pomeranian or Papillon? Papillon. Papillon, mm. and then like a like a bulldog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the pets not only fight with you, but you can also unload your stuff on them and send them back to the city to sell your stuff. But not only that, but you can also have them buy basic items. Like I was sending my my pet back to town for um, potions. Po- no, not potions. When we were playing together, I was sending him back for um, identify scrolls. Oh, because I kept yeah. running out of them. So, and I didn't actually figure that out until we were partway through our, maybe halfway through our our playing. What was last night? Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't figure it out until we were about ready to log off, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's a that's a cool feature." Yeah, it's a great feature because then, then we didn't have to like go back to the city at all. You know, we could just keep going and. And you we know. didn't go back at all. No, no we didn't until the we end. We went from level 1 to 14. Well, yeah, whatever level we were. Without without going back to the city. Yeah. And we did, the only reason we went back was to finish our missions that we were doing. Yeah. Really. So, uh, yeah, that's a feature. Cooperative multiplayer, which was not in the, in the first Torchlight, but is in this one. You can have up to six people uh, per map. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but they said with... Uh, the next feature, mods, that they think they'll be able to get more, and they'll even, you know, some modders will eventually come up with a PvP system, probably. Nice. For the game, so. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. So, yeah, that's the next hey. feature, is mod ability. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, sorry to cut you off. No, is, is Is it cross, is is it, oh, jeez, see, I'm, I can't even think. Cross Can you platform? play this freaking game on a Mac? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. Because, I, I mean, I was just curious if you could do cross-platform Mac and PC. I just have friends with Macs who are interested in, in playing, and I just wanted to know. If know. if you can't now, you probably will be able to soon. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. It's all right. We'll figure it out and report back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do that after the break. Um, so, yeah, modability, which is another key thing. Um that really extends the life of any PC game because <clears throat> a lot of uh, fans of the game will go to great lengths to create uh, creative and interesting things for, for a game that they love. Um, apparently it comes with the Torched, capitalized ED, um, modding tools with, that come with the game. So that's pretty cool. Uh, fishing is in the game. Uh, fishing you can get... I don't know, can you get items fishing? I know you can get like fish yes. to... You can get yeah. like loot. Yeah, I got a, I got a pair of light boots. Oh, did you? Yeah, when we played yesterday. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, so that's, that's a neat neat little distraction in minigame. And, and when you're walking around the map, you'll see, you know, fishing holes, holes I guess you could say, in various places. But so. I, don't know, I don't know if you knew this, Dan. Um, you feed the fish to your pets. Yeah, to change their form, to give it, them different yeah, trans- abilities. Transforms them into various creatures depending on the type of fish you caught. Yeah, which is, which is cool. Uh, adds another little interesting little thing. And the, the fishing holes have different levels i guess like there's like a common fishing hole and like a secret fishing hole which i assume the like the secret fishing hole would would yield much better fish the best stuff rare fish yeah yeah okay so how was our experience with the game so far well what'd you think you played the most Torchlight. i love that game so much yeah. uh comparing it to diablo 3 i think it's far better than diablo 3 mm-hmm. there's so much more to the game i think yeah not only 
it's basically a Diablo three, but you can put your own uh, points into each skill you want. You can choose your own skills. Yeah. You know, if you don't want one, you can get another one instead of everything being picked for you. Yeah. Which I hated yeah. in Diablo three or yeah Diablo three. Well, part of the fun in, in a game like that is growing your character the way you want to grow them. So, yeah. um, I, I think that's that's an important thing that they took out of Diablo three that you know made made that type of game inter- more interesting. You exactly. Know? Like when we did our uh, our multiplayer game, I was just pouring uh, my points into focus because I was a magic user. If I was playing solo with that character, or if they were putting my own things in, I wouldn't be able just to pour all those stats into focus. Be better right. at magic. Right. You'd want to be more well rounded. Yeah. Or, like, if it was choosing it for me, you know, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that. Right. Um, I'm having a blast. I'm level 30 with my Outlander. I'm in Act 2. I think I'm close to finishing Act 2. Okay. Um, I'm going to catch up to you, Will. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. Do you want me to talk? I'm... <laughs> yeah. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to catch up to a high schooler in, in video games. Yeah. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. The environments uh, become different, too, is another thing I really liked about it. Um... I mean, I'm just having a blast with it. I'm trying to, trying to get to the level cap for my Outlander. 100, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna try. I actually briefly watched a stream of uh, someone's level 100. I think it was a Berserker, um, and all the damage they were doing, and it was crazy. And, yeah, crazy. And um, there's some pretty sweet armor too. My Outlander has some pretty cool equipment on him. Yeah. But I love the game so much so far. Yeah. A couple things I noticed, uh, and I, I, this is directly comparison to Diablo because it's like the same type of game. Um, I thought the graphics were a lot smoother. Um, yes. Obviously, I don't have a, I have a mid-level gaming PC, not a high-level gaming PC. Maybe on a high level, you'd be able to run Diablo three as well as my Torchlight two ran on my computer. But you know, people that want to play these on like you know, halfway decent laptops can, can play it on a halfway decent laptop and have it look good and have yeah. it run well. Yeah. And I think that, that's important, uh, you know, having it for, for a game like that. So the graphics were, were so smooth. And even when there was a lot of action going on on screen, I didn't have any stutter or slowdown or anything. It mm-hmm. just ran great the entire time. Yeah. That's one of the best things about that game. Like the graphics for it are made. So it runs on, you know, computers that aren't very good, which is huge. Yeah. So everybody can play it, and not only it's only like twenty bucks. Yeah, Diablo yeah. three is sixty, and you can't run it on a crappy computer. Yeah, you also that's what I. You also can't run it if you're not connected to the internet. That's another which thing. Sucks balls. That's why I think Torchlight two is far superior yeah. than Diablo three. I uh, I would like to echo that sentiment, hundred percent, because I feel like just just in the little bit that I played of Torchlight, I feel like I got more, much more content, in in various ways than i did with diablo 3 mm-hmm. um which like will said is a 60 dollars game as opposed to torchlights well torchlight 2 was 15 for us because we bought a four pack right we split it four yeah. ways yeah yeah so I'm, I'm definitely with you guys on that um i love it as well uh in in my my thing my take on that because i mean it's it's inevitable inevitable that you're going to compare it to diablo because that's you know where it was born out of right um and if anybody says differently they're lying to you but, like, those games, I find myself getting bored every now and again in that kind of game, um, particularly with Diablo 3. I had a hard time playing that because I just start to fall asleep, and I'm not even <laughs> exaggerating. Yeah. Like, I would doze off. Um, but, like, what, what Torchlight, what's that? So it's a lot of clicking, man. Yeah. Where's your right out? <laughs> yeah. 
But what what I like about Torchlight is it's so fast paced. Yeah. And and it also it has a certain amount of whimsy to it yeah. that like you know it, it's just kind of cute fun. Um, but you, it we talked about how we never had to go back to town. It, we really, I mean, aside from the occasional rest to to level up your skills and, and choose your abilities and stuff, or you know put all your equipment on your pet to send back to town to sell. Like we didn't, you know, it was nonstop action for the most part. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, and even and, and that, even when like that, that kind of game has to has to go, I think, to succeed nowadays. Right. And even when like you you know I was leveling up my stats or stuff, you guys would you know you guys would continue on your way. I would do my you know send my pet off for stuff and just catch back up to you. Yeah. So yeah. even when I wasn't actively participating in combat, I was still like managing my items and yeah. leveling up my it's character. Still experience. Yeah, exactly. Even if you weren't fighting, you still earn experience. Right. So, yeah, there's that, too. I, I did really like the graphics, too, and I, I know they're a little bit more cartoony, as some would call it. I like to call it they're a little more stylized, mm-hmm. um, which I, I tend to like that in a game. Uh, it well, may, depends. It, it, if, the, if the game sucks, it's cartoony, but if right. you like it, it's stylized. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a good point. That's true, because the, the guy that didn't like Borderlands, too, said the graphics looked cartoony. Whereas yeah. I liked it. Of course, would, a big penis. I right, like, so. <laughs> right. I would call them stylized. But, you know, even even though there's that, it was still pretty bloody, I thought. Yeah. I mean, my char- my Outlander was using guns, and, you know, characters would blow, you know, the people you were fighting would blow, blow into chunks, and chunks would bounce off the wall and just splatter blood all over the wall. That's what, Yeah, because I used guns and I used the uh, magic, the... I don't know, the boomerang or a spinning mm-hmm. thing, or I don't even know what it is, mm-hmm. and, like, it would cut the enemy in half or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, that's and, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, just going off of that, like, the variety in the in the art assets and, in, in, like, the weapons and stuff, it all looks, in the animations even, it looks very cool. And it's, I mean, maybe it's because my computer can run Torchlight 2 a lot better than it can Diablo 3, um, but it's all, like far more interesting to me than than anything that i saw in diablo 3 yeah i also liked um in diablo 3 you couldn't attack with your weapon if you're like the witch doctor and this one you can yeah i like that yeah just in case right um another thing i liked was no rubber banding in multiplayer uh even uh, months after diablo 3 came out i was still having server issues and and i was rubber banding all the time because of the crappy internet connection my crappy internet connection and their crappy server connection Mm -hmm. um and i didn't have any i didn't have any i didn't have a slightest stutter of lag playing torchlight 2 on the first you know first few days it came out so oh we couldn't we uh the first night it came out we were going to play online actually and we we couldn't play online yeah but we could play on our own which is important you know I would have um, been very angry if we couldn't play on our own. Well, yeah, that, that wouldn't make and any it, sense because there's, you know, no there's no reason. need to connect to a server. And the problem wasn't even the servers; it was the website. Yeah, the website was down, so you couldn't get logged into the website mm-hmm. to log into your account to play online, which is fine because you know I, I played single player and That's it was I fine. I had fun. That's how it should be. All right, uh, another thing I liked about it was the Steam achievements. Um, yeah. Now there was achievements in Diablo, but I really felt like they were kind of meaningless because, like, unless you're actively looking at someone else's uh, Diablo achievements, they meant nothing really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas Steam achievements, you know, Steam is a huge game service. 
A lot of people have Steam. They can, you know, it's it's almost like Xbox Live and being able to look at someone else's achievements. So they they mean more to me um, yeah. from Steam than they did on the freaking Diablo three. Well, that's because <laughs> I mean, other than other than Diablo three, there's no there's no platform. There's no exactly accumulative like like I'm a gamer score. Exactly. Yeah, they're they're meaningless to look at in in Diablo. So, um, but you know, like I can go on Corey's profile on steam and look at all his achievements you know so i think i think that's another another good thing uh, okay are we friends on steam we are now i have to make friends oh. or i think i made friends with will too you did yesterday i think yeah um stylized i think that's all i had for it well i'll tell you i didn't get to play with you guys but i am looking forward to it yeah um i do like games like that especially if i can play with friends yeah um, and I like the stylized look a lot. I do too. So it, it gives it a different. It gives it more flavor. You know? Yeah. And any game that you can have a ferret. <laughs> I picked a ferret it's from Outlander. I figured no one else would. So I put like, a little. I don't know. I would have if I didn't know that you already did. I probably would have. It was, I thought did, it was cool. Did we have the same dog, Dan? Yeah, we. <laughs> me and Corey both had the bulldog, and then my other character has a wolf. I think for their for their uh, pet. Nice. Um, so yeah, there's that, and I mean, for twenty bucks, I don't think you can get a better value really uh, than no. twenty dollars. And I, like, like Corey said, we we split this one, and it only cost us fifteen dollars. So mm-hmm. if you can find four friends to split it with, it's only it's only fifteen. Yep, and you can't beat that. I think it has more depth than Diablo, and that's a sixty dollar game. Yeah, I'm hundred percent agree. I'm actually gonna delete delete Diablo off my computer. I haven't done it yet surprisingly because i keep thinking ah, oh, maybe one day i'll feel it but now Same that this here. game comes out it came out i'm i'm not even gonna look at diablo anymore mm-hmm. so it's to be fair to diablo i think i think we all kind of gave it a favorable review when it came out i liked as, it as a game. yeah maybe dan liked it a little more than everyone else I but at so. the same time like it for as long as that game was in, de- and we said this for as long as that game was in development it was just like what what the hell took so long yeah. you know because there wasn't anything great about it and if that's what they came out with they should have charged the same as runic is charging for torchlight too you know yeah 20 bucks it's not it's not worth more than that Mm -mm. no as i said i liked diablo 3 when i played through it but after i beat it i had no desire to play it again so like as i said i'm I'm always uh, skeptical on whether or not i really liked a game if i can't play it anymore yeah i can't bring myself to play it anymore you know exactly if i really liked it right i'd be keep playing it it's not like i didn't have time to play it because i did i just didn't want to play it again so i may try it just to see do you think they're gonna lower the price of diablo 3 now the torchlight is out no no blizzard blizzard's so cocky yeah (laughs) what they'll do instead is they'll like come out with some free updates or something yeah that's stupid which i think they are actually free free dlc Great. I don't know. Maybe um, I made that up. I probably won't be. Pl- I, w- I won't be playing it because I'm going to delete it off my computer. So yeah, anything else? Anything else anyone wants to add about Torchlight Two? I've got a couple things. Okay, um, go for it. My favorite moment in our playing yesterday was when we were running around. Uh, I figured we were doing what we were on our way to do, but uh, we lit that lantern by oh, the water. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that ghost dinghy showed up, and we had to go to this like cave, this cove, and, and kill this ghost pirate on a sunken ship. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. That, that was awesome. I was like, all right. And apparently there's a lot of that sort of stuff. There's a lot of the hidden secrets that if you spend time exploring, you're you know, you're know going to find that sort of stuff. A lot of extra missions, a lot of Easter eggs from other games. Yeah. Um, 
in there. And and to me, the asides were what you're talking about right there. Those asides are much more interesting than the actual game story itself. Yeah, which is actually my only negative was I, the story. I, I didn't couldn't tell you what it is, and yeah. I honestly didn't care. Yeah. Yep, same here. I'm my level thirty. I haven't paid attention to the story yet. Yeah, I'm gonna do it later. I think probably the story stands out more in Diablo three than it does Torchlight two. Yeah, if I had yep. to say maybe one area where Diablo three was better, would be that's story, probably yep. it. Yep, but that's the only thing I would give Diablo three. Like I said, when I replay through it, I'm gonna try and pay attention to the story. Yeah. I also uh, we only I think we only did one of them, but another thing I really liked are the special challenge zones. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Remember when we got teleported to that area and it's like kill these guys as fast as you can and it was waves of enemies. Yeah. Was could we have done better than what we did? Like I don't I didn't really know how it worked. I don't know. I think, we, I think we did pretty well. The only we got a lot of loot. Yeah, I did one with my main character, but it was just there was this thing that was spinning and like it spun up to the top and it was keep it kept spawning enemies until it reached the top. Uh, so you just had to kill all the enemies in that one. It wasn't time based, so you know, I didn't, I didn't. I didn't pay as close attention to what what we were doing because I was just killing stuff. You know, I don't. I don't know if we could have done better or not, but we did get a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's one in Act right. Two that I did where you had to protect eight different like building type things from goblins attacking. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was hard. I can imagine. It was one person trying to protect like eight. I think the game is a lot harder too than Diablo. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I've come close. To death a lot already and i think in in my diablo my first diablo 3 playthrough i died twice was it wow um and it was just because i wasn't paying attention to what i was doing if yeah. i was paying closer attention i what happened is i got poisoned and Ooh. and i w- didn't get out of the poison um for whatever reason i wasn't paying close enough attention to realize i was in poison mm-hmm. and that'll drain your health pretty quickly especially as my character was a monk uh, and but other than that, like nothing even came close to giving me a challenge. And already in Torchlight Two, I'm like, oh my god, I don't know. This, Getting is, this game's hard. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's this one cave. I was level thirty, and I went into a thirty-three zone. Uh-huh. I was getting housed. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I made it though through it. Excellent. Okay. Uh, once again, that's all I have. Do you have anything else to add, Corey, for Torchlight Two? Uh, boss battles are—they live up to the hype. Yep. Yeah. Pretty, pretty sweet. Fun. Yeah, they are awesome. Cool. Hard. Yeah, and the bosses just... are all very cool and unique and have cool abilities and sweet man. Yeah. And there's fame and in the it... game too. Yeah, how what's that that mechanic like? I don't I don't know what it does exactly. I'm not sure. All I know is I'm liked for my other character. Okay. I know once you level up once in fame you can put one skill point into like an ability. Okay. Definitely know that. Other than so that, I, ha- I don't has know what another, else it does. Another character growth yes. aspect to it. Yep. Okay. Like I said, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not far enough for into that. If it does anything else, right. other than gives you that extra ability point. Well, it's something to work towards and and figure out. Which yeah. you know, it's it's, not, it's nice to be 30 levels into the game and still figuring it out. That's that's how I feel about Guild Wars too. You know, mm-hmm. and you level up quick. Right. It does get slower, which obviously yeah. it should, but yeah. you still level up pretty quick. Yeah. Which is what I love. Because if you actually feel that character progression. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's everything I've got. Corey? Uh, Good? It's a buy for me. Yeah, def- definitely buy it. If you have any interest, if you like Diablo 2 uh, and skip Diablo 3, buy it because you'll like it. 
All right, so we're going to take a quick break. The song you're going to be hearing during the break is by the Blue Ducks. The song is called uh, Floss is Full of Surprises. So we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 62 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we got a couple voicemails, so we'll start with those. Here is the first one. This is CJ from Chicago, and I'd like to wish a happy FIFA 13 release day to all, all right. especially you, Eric. But remember, football is only better than football when there's a controller in your hands. Now, sit <laughs> back. Relax so and true. enjoy episode number 62 of the Thumbstick Athlete. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> oh, we, we should, oh uh, thanks, we should man. bump that to the beginning. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's yep. a good idea. We should. That was really that? funny. Can, can we tweet that that quote? Yeah, go for it. All right. <laughs> can anybody remember it? <laughs> it was... Football, f- football is only better than football when there's a remote in your hand? Yes, okay. I think that's how it went. That was great. What, what Corey? 
controller, I thought he said. Controller? Controller, yeah. Let's say controller. <laughs> CJ we, from we... Chicago, right? Yes, yeah, CJ from Chicago. Are we going to stop the episode and, and put this on the beginning, or do you want to just keep going? I'm not, I'm not going to stop the episode now. Okay. We don't apologize. <laughs> no, it's not that. Are we going to play it twice then? What do you mean? Never mind. Well, I'll put this at the beginning of the next episode. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Because it's episode 62 right now. That's true. I'll just put it on, put it on afterwards in post, post-production. Okay. <laughs> That's usually what I do anyway. Yeah. Post-prod. That was great. I, t- I tweeted this quote. So thank you, CJ, for that. That's excellent. Yeah, that was And it is a very happy feature And today. nice to hear from a new person yeah. on our voicemail. That's yeah, great. Thank you. Hey, yes, and happy FIFA Day to you also. Yeah. Um, well, late FIFA Day when you get this, but let's right. play. Yeah. Let's play. Yeah. Xbox Live. Let's do it, man. We should repost our gamer tags. Yeah. Because uh, they're buried in our in our blog post someplace. Do you want me to tweet them? Yeah, if you want to. All right, I'm on there right now, so I might as well. Okay. Yeah, so check our Twitter if you want any of our gamer tags. All right, here is voicemail. Number... So thank you for that, CJ. I don't know if I said that already. Uh Here's our next voicemail. Hey, uh, athletes, a question off the video game topics, uh, mainly for Eric. Uh, I was wondering uh, about the Buffalo Bill Wall of Fame. Sure did. Uh, As curious as arguably the... (laughs) Whoopsie-daisy. I thought you said we had two new voicemails. We we have one from... uh, I'm not sure. It's in there. Check the feedback folder. Oh. Okay, look at the date. What? Look at the date. You're all you're all crackly. It should be dated appropriately. As in something that happened this past week. Yeah, I'm calling it up now. It's loading slowly. Yeah. My neck really hurts. <laughs> the problem is, is the monitor that it's on is really far away from my face. Uh, Dan, real quick. No, it was it was the same one. It was it was the, the one from CJ. I think. Nope, yeah. there's another one. I don't see it. <laughs> it's there. No, there's not. All right, somebody's right and somebody's wrong here. Dan, Captain Bulgebelly's uh, CPT Bulgebelly, right? Yep, CPT space. Space? Okay. Yeah. Is there space in yours, Will? Nope. Okay. All right. I'm not, I'm not seeing it, Corey. That's all right. We'll just play it next week if we find it. Okay. Yeah, I only see the the one from from CJ uh, in our feedback and on our in our Google Voice box. So anyway, yeah, that's that. If if we missed it, we will find it and get to it next week. But for now, I'm I will move on. All right. The first one is from uh, Jake in Idaho, who says, "Hello, Saturday I watched UFC 152, and it made me wonder if you guys like the UFC, and if so, what are your favorite fighters?" Also, who is your two favorite and your two most hated teams in the NFL? Mine are Ravens and Bills. 
hated are Pats and Cowboys. Uh, I finally played Walking Dead, and it is great, and I can't wait to play the others. And did you hear that Telltale is going to release a disc of possibly all five episodes? Eric, how have you liked Heavy Rain? Is it the game that makes it is the game that makes me want a PS3 again? Uh, PS3 Slim. Do you guys think Sony is wasting money on this instead of putting it towards the PS4 or making sure they have an awesome PS4-only game that comes with the system or even making their security better? Now on to the awesome game Borderlands 2. I love that they made things easier by not making you have to pick pick everything up manually like you need health or bullets. It picks them up automatically. I've played with Zero, and I haven't had too many problems doing it myself. Uh, but I did run into the sad moment with the mission called Claptrap's Birthday Party. It made me feel bad. Also, the funniest character I ran into is Tiny Tina, I think her name is. Uh, she is the deadliest 13-year-old. Or I think her name is uh, she is the deadliest 13-year-old. Tips for Xbox owners, uh, go to your settings, then to storage, and it'll say press Y for storage device options. So press Y, and it says clear cache, and it helps with lag and other problems like for Skyrim and Fallout games. I actually did read that for one of the games I was playing. Um, I think I had to do it like 10 times for Fallout New Vegas. Oh, really? Did that help? It helped, though, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, UFC 152. Discussion on that? Um, well, John Jones fought. Yep. Um, I heard about it. I didn't watch it, but I, I I know enough about it to talk about it. Um, Basically, it sounds like he broke his arm in the first round. Mm-hmm. The guy, uh, Vitor Belfort, got him in an arm bar, and... I don't know how he didn't tap out, because it sounds like he should have. Yeah, uh, that's what everyone's but, saying. Yeah, he busted his arm and fought with a broken arm for the rest of the fight. And in the fourth round, he got him in a Kimura, which is an arm hold, and he got him to tap out. No big deal. One arm. With one arm. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's pretty badass. Um, that being said, John Jones has kind of uh, fallen off as my favorite fighter due to his recent antics oh. and I don't <laughs> this is kind of sad but I don't care as much about his drunk driving as I do <laughs> him ducking fights um right. I, oh yeah yeah I don't know I just feel like don't be a pussy man I mean I I, I find it weird to have to call somebody a pussy that's a UFC fighter <laughs> yeah because I know he's he'd kick my ass but right. like don't duck a fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're there to fight. That's what you do. Don't. Do you think it was someone that I know who it was would have given him a, a, a challenge or? Well, the guy he was supposed to fight, Dan Henderson, got yeah. hurt. Yeah. Who is a guy who throws heavy hands and is a wrestler. Right. The guy that wanted to fight him throws heavy hands and is a wrestler. Who? Same fucking guy. Who? Uh-huh. Chael Sonnen. Oh, I saw him saying stuff on Twitter. Yeah. To John Jones. Chael Sonnen is my favorite fighter. Okay. And I would have rooted for John Jones if they had fought. Right. But now, when they fight, because I hope it happens, I'm going to root for Chael Sonnen because John Jones was being a pussy. Right. And he backed out saying he didn't do a training camp for him. It's like, dude, it's the same type of fighter. Like, I could see if it was a guy who was like a... Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter or like something, something radically completely different, different but now yeah. not at all and I don't know I really like Chael Sonnen a lot because he know well he doesn't know but he's not the best fighter in the world but he would never admit that and <laughs> he's fucking hilarious nice and he thinks he's the best fighter in the world and I love that about him he's yeah. really confident he's really cocky and I love that yeah. and I don't know 
I just don't like the. It seems like John Jones, like, it's kind of going to his head a little bit. Oh, that's not good. And that sucks, you know what I mean? But that being said, nobody can take away the fighter that he is because he's really, really good. And he's a badass, clearly, because anybody that breaks their arm and still is able to beat a UFC fighter. Yeah, uh, I think, didn't Dana White say he thought John Jones was unbeatable at this point in his career? I don't see how anybody could beat him. Yeah. I really don't. I think you could beat him, Eric. Nope. Let's get you in the ring. Should we get me in there? I don't I mean, even... I did just call him a pussy four times. Publicity. <laughs> Publicity stunt? Do you really want me to die, Corey? I mean, is that, that's what's going to happen. That's the type of thing where he probably could kill us with, with one he punch. He probably could, yeah. For the good of the show. <laughs> Eric biting thought, the dust for I the good of the show. I thought our friendship meant a little bit more, Corey, but, I mean, if that's what it is, that's what it is. Hey, man, I'll do it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> he's a great fighter. <laughs> um, My favorite fighter, like I said, is Chael Sonnen. I was a big Brock Lesnar fan, but he's gone now. Um, who else? There's somebody else I really like that I'm leaving out. I don't know. John Jones and Chael Sonnen will probably be my favorite fighters. John Jones because he's a local. Yeah, he's a local. Um, so I didn't just jump on the bandwagon, I right. guess. But I don't know. Other than that, I just kind of watch the fights to watch the fights. Mm-hmm. I like Dan Henderson, too, because he's an American. And, you know. I don't know. Yeah. He had a thing with Michael Bisbing, who's a British guy who just runs his mouth, and Henderson knocked him out, and it was fucking awesome. Nice. Um, oh, Rampage. Rampage Jackson is another one of my favorites. I like the cocky guys. I don't know why, except for Bisbing. Right. I don't know. I think they're funny. <laughs> I appreciate a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind if you're cocky as long as you have some entertain- well, entertaining <laughs> Well things that you say Dan Chael Sonnen is nothing but entertainment yeah uh, there's some really funny YouTube clips of him okay and he wrote a book actually oh you might like it he ran for office and was elected to something really wherever he's from and he's he's a Republican and he's very like old school mm-hmm. uh, you probably like the book hmm. but he talks about like how he was raised with wrestling and stuff and <laughs> oh boy he's a funny dude that's interesting yeah but he he uh he didn't care for John Jones turning him down. I can imagine. He, uh, he, he met, was ready to step in on like eight days' notice with no training to yeah. fight him, and and he turned John Jones turned him down after having a full training camp for somebody that fights just like him. Right. He made a comment about his drunk driving thing. <laughs> that's why. That's why I love him. He like he doesn't give a shit, and he'll he'll fight you. He's like he'll say whatever he wants, but he'll back it up completely. He's like, what do you want to do? Fight about it? All yeah. right, let's fight. Yeah. He, he said something like, because he lives in Oregon or something like that, and he's like, yeah, come on down to Oregon, but after I beat you in the fight, you're probably going to drink a lot and you better not drive or something <laughs> like that. Or something to that effect. I don't I don't want you driving drunk on, yeah. on my streets. Yeah, or something like that. Well, his biggest uh, rival was always Anderson Silva, who's Brazilian, mm-hmm. and um, he made a bunch of comments. They were supposed to fight in Brazil. And he made a bunch of comments about how he didn't know Brazilian women could cook. And just about, <laughs> like, I, I can't remember everything he said, but it was hilarious. And uh, <laughs> they ended up having to change the event from Brazil because they were literally afraid for his life. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, I, like I don't know. Guy. Yeah, he's great, man. He's, he's hilarious. Uh, and he, he thinks he's the best fighter in the world. And, like, it's so funny listening to him talk because... <laughs> He just believes it. Like, uh-huh. it's great. 
that's, that's so nice. yeah th- those are my favorite fighters I th- i'm really the only one here that watches it yeah uh, if it's on like uh you know if i'm at a party or whatever i'll watch it but i'm not not interested per se i hate uh rashad evans least favorite uh-huh. uh and i don't like uriah faber either who's a guy that a lot of people like i just think he's a douche right he's like this california guy oh, i right? heard him on the adam adam Carolla show was he yeah i think i don't know i'm not not a fan yeah i don't know so uh, okay also who's your two favorite teams and your two most hated teams in the nfl eric we'll start with you well obviously the, buffalo the bills i don't really have another favorite team because all my energy spent on the fucking bills yeah uh if i did have a second favorite team i've always rooted for the steelers and i've always rooted for the packers because I think their fans are very similar to the Bills. Mm-hmm. They really love their teams a lot, so I've always rooted for them because I respect their fans. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite teams are the Jets and the Giants. Really? Over the Patriots? I don't hate the Patriots. Really? I respect what they've done. Okay. I, you should say you only dislike the Giants because of... Yeah, people because of, that I know right. that are Giants fans. Right. It's not... Like and if, not even us. No. Well, Will a little bit. Well, I give you crap on purpose. I, I know, know you do, you. but it doesn't help me like the Giants anymore. <laughs> but uh, fun with Eric today is what I say. The Dolphins are right up there, too. Right. No, I don't hate the Patriots. It's weird. I don't know. Like, I obviously, like, I don't like them. Right. But for whatever reason, I never really got, like, a passionate hate for them. Yeah. I respect what they've done, so. Yeah. Okay. Will, how about you? Two teams I like, Giants and Ravens. Two teams I hate would be the Cowboys. I cannot stand the Cowboys. Yeah. I will refuse to say they're America's team. Oh, they're not America's no, team. No, definitely not. I think everyone agreed a few years ago that the Patriots were now America's team. That's what I would say. I would say the, the Patriots, Packers even. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the Bears. I don't know. Yeah. Um, another team I hate would probably oof, the Jets probably. Yeah. I can't stand the whole Jets. The whole Jets saga. Uh, Pretty pumped that Darrell Rivas tore his ACL. Yeah, good for yeah. him. <laughs> Pussy. That, the Jets team is just a mess. They oh, are. I love every second of it. But they Train keep wreck. fucking winning. I know. I was so pulling for the Dolphins to beat oh, them. Oh, me too. Oh, Sanchez threw an interception like one of his he first throws. He looks so bad. Did he? He looks so bad. God dang it. Yeah, I love. I want to hear the Tebow chance, and I want Tebow to go in and have him and throw a couple just picks. As bad. <laughs> and then they're going to be like, "Well, fuck." Greg McElroy. Greg I was going to say, put, he was the only one to score a touchdown in the preseason. I yeah. should have started him. Yep, yep. <laughs> he wasn't even supposed to like get drafted into the NFL. They didn't say he was that good. Mm. He's leading the Jets to first. Their only preseason t- yeah, touchdown. Exactly. Okay, Corey, how about you? Football. Yeah. Football. Ba- baseball. Uh, I don't know. I've, I mean, the Giants, definitely. Uh, I would have to say, at least this year, I've been watching the Broncos game, so I'll go with the Broncos. Okay. Just because of Peyton. Yeah. How can you not like Peyton Manning? And as far as teams I dislike, uh, pass. Pass? Okay. Yeah. I don't have a strong enough opinion. Yeah. Um, my, obviously, favorite team is Giants. Uh, second favorite team is it's hard because I I'm the type of person like I root for my fantasy football team um more than more than having like a second favorite team so um I think this year it's I probably have the most either um Seattle Seahawks or Detroit Lions on my fantasy teams mm-hmm. who do you have so, from the Seahawks uh Marshawn Lynch uh, I have one of their Bill. yeah I have one of their defensive backs Oh, you're playing with D-Men. Yeah. Uh, and then I have 
their defense. They played a great game. Yeah, I heard they did. Yeah, they did. Even though so they shouldn't have won. But um, that and then the Lions. So I'm kind of rooting for those two teams because cool. I have a lot of Lions on my. Do team. Do you have Calvin Johnson? Team. No, I have uh, Matt Stafford. Yeah, and I have the Lions defense, which hasn't done yeah, that well. That was my one mistake pick that I made. And then I have um, uh, Burleson. Okay. On one of my fantasy teams too, but he's one of my backups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter as much for him. Yeah, that's but... cool. That's a cool way to look at it. Yeah, root, root, rooting for my fantasy players. Yeah, I also root for the Lions and Falcons too. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot of teams I root for. I think I I have more teams that I root for than teams that I dislike. Right. Yeah. Same here. Yeah, my teams dislike. I I've got to go with the Eagles and the Cowboys, divisional oh, rivals. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Um, always, you you know, lately in competition with for division titles, uh, the Redskins haven't been good in, in a while. Uh, they they'll beat the Giants one of the games <laughs> this this year um, out or of their both. two matchups, or both. Uh, they do get the best of the Giants usually, but you know they're they're never in competition for a division lead or anything. Yeah. So you said the Redskins, yeah. You better watch, man. RG three is going to be really good quarterback. I know. I agree. Uh, well, that, that's what they're saying. They're like, you know, the Redskins finally have their star quarterback, and he's going to lead them to great yeah. things eventually. Well, that's uh, so the I one will position that if you get a good one, can turn your whole team around. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I was just thinking when you were talking about it, um, I think maybe one reason I don't hate the Patriots as much is because I've rooted for them in two Super Bowls against the Giants. Against the Giants. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I've been forced to root for them. So you, so you kind of learn to like. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the players, at least. No. I don't like any of the players. Okay. I respect some of them. Right. I respect Tom Brady. Yeah. He's really the only one. Yeah. Chandler. I don't like Gronkowski. No. I think he's a monster douche. Yeah, <laughs> he is. He's, he seems it. He, he's one of those guys you look at, and he looks at you, and you're, he just goes, football. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's exactly that's, it. I know exactly what you're that's talking about. That's all he knows. Like. <laughs> That's all he knows. He doesn't know anything. Nothing. Just football. Football. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crying. Douchebag. <laughs> all right. I finally played Walking Dead, and it's great. Can't wait to play the others. Uh, Eric, how do you like Heavy Rain? Have I you... haven't played it since uh, that <coughs> that time that I talked about it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if I could ever say to somebody, you should definitely get this game system to play this game. Right. It's a, unless you have the money. Right. I mean, it's a really cool game from what I've played so far, but I, it would be hard for me to say, get this game system for this game alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I had actually mistakenly said that it was coming. It came out for PC. It wasn't Heavy Rain. It was Alan Wake ah. that, I, that I was thinking of, and I've always gotten those two confused, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, I was so excited to get on Steam the next day. Yep. It was, it was, it was it Alan Wake that came out for PC yeah. recently. But, I mean, that being said, if you have the money... Uh, definitely go ahead. Yeah, and there's a handful. Of, there's a handful of other, yeah, other exclusives Four. that that you can get for for that. that and there's good. some good ones coming up. Right. So yeah. Uh, uh, Last of Us. Last of Us. And what was the other one? Beyond, Beyond Two, Two Souls. Souls. Yes. Those look awesome. So yep. yeah, if you have the money, definitely pick pick that up. And I've heard nothing but great things about Metal Gear Four, which I also bought. I don't know when I'll get around to playing it, but you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's everybody think about the PS3 Slim? Meh. It's the same thing, right? It's just smaller. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. That's one of those things. It's just like, oh, all right. Yep. I don't know. It's too late in the game to matter. I think so. Yeah. Do you, like, do you think they're just wasting their money kind of on putting this? I, you know, I don't know. 
I don't they're know. They're probably saving. And so they have to be saving on money in some aspects. Like yeah, because you know the the parts get cheaper to produce yeah. and and whatnot. So that that's you know if they're going to be manufacturing systems anyway, mm-hmm. which they probably still are, kind of manufacturing systems that you know, you know that if they I find a cheaper way to manufacture or use a little little cheaper parts, you know that's fine. Yeah. I have no interest in it. It's no, not going to make me want to buy it. It's not like, yeah, somebody's going to rush out and be like, oh, I have to have the, the slim PlayStation. Yeah. You know? It does look cool, though. Yeah, sure. I think it looks really cool. What about you, Corey? What's your opinion? I think the last slim was the one that, you know, got all the people that were on the on the fence. Is that the on one the I fence? bought? Yeah. Yeah, I That's think you're I right. That's what I bought, too. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't really care. I don't know. If, I don't think they wasted money like you guys just talked about. You know, it's it's one of those things where I'm sure they had an opportunity to make a little bit more money, so they they took it. Yeah, it, and it's whatever. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. Um, Borderlands Two. Uh, let's see. I actually just met Tiny Tina in Borderlands Two, and and you're right, she is a, a fantastic character in the game. Um, I've done a couple of her missions so far. But I'll talk a little bit more about Borderlands 2 later. Um, X, uh, oh, and then the tip for Xbox owners. Clear, clearing out your cache. So be sure to do that. I'll actually I didn't probably, even know you could do that. Yeah, it it does help with game performance for whatever reason. Because FIFA does every now and again have connectivity issues. So Yeah, yeah give that a try. Uh, this is from Travis, who says, Hey, athletes, if I had to pick up my own... If I had to pick my own video game funeral, I think I would like to be lowered down into a big green pipe (laughs) 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 with the sound that gets played in the Mario Brothers when you go down a pipe. I'm not sold on the Obsidian Kickstarter game. To me, Obsidian is really good at taking great franchise and making very average games. Knights of the Republic 2 was okay. Neverwinter Nights 2 was not that great. Fallout New Vegas was a buggy mess, and that's not even looking at their original titles. I'm just really hoping that the South Park game that they are building is good, but I'm also not getting my hopes up. Also, I picked up Torchlight 2 the other day, and it's fantastic. I just wish I was on Xbox Live Arcade so I could play with my Xbox Live friends. Uh, Oh, yeah, I would be the guy that only pays a penny for the indie bundle. I got four kids. I got to be cheap. Hey, man. (laughs) I hear ya. Word. Uh, Okay, yeah, that... I, I like that idea of down down the pipe for the funeral. Yeah, that, yeah that's, that's cool. That's, that's brilliant. That's, that is brilliant. That's great. It, um, it would be the saddest thing ever <laughs> until you hear the ar, ar, ar. yeah. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. And that would have to brighten your brighten your day at least a little bit. You know, if there'd you're, be some Snickers. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Obsidian. I agree. Knights of the Republic was just okay. Knights of the Republic two, the first one was fantastic. I didn't play Neverwinter Nights two. He is right. Fallout New Vegas was a buggy mess. Um, great game, but the bugs really kept me from enjoying it as much as I could have or should have. And the Xbox version was worse than the PC version, too. Uh, Agreed. Yeah, South Park. I'm really looking forward to the South Park game. I think it's going to be great. I hope so. Uh, I completely forgot about it until I read this. And yeah. I hope it's awesome. It looks like it's going to be good. Um, it looks like... it. W- the. The feel they were going for it was they wanted to make it seem like it was a South Park episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the artwork in the in the game is the artwork that's in an episode. It's yeah. like it's like playing an episode of South Park. They, and they also were talking about how they were going to take a lot of RPG stuff from Skyrim. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I, I think they're going to do a good job with it. So I, and, you know, Matt and Trey are the heads of the project. So 
you know, they're going to, I don't think they would let anything go by that they didn't approve of. You know, I think, I think they're going to, they're going to make a good game out of it. I think. Yeah. How about you, Corey? What do you think? Uh, South Park. Yeah. Stick of truth. No, I agree. Uh, from what we saw at E3, I haven't really seen much since. I, I, looks really cool. Yeah. I, I honestly, I still don't really know what it is. It's supposed to be yeah. like a, a an it's an RPG. Yeah, you're the you're a new kid in town. Yeah, and you create your character. It is it, an RPG though. Yeah, yes. it's an RPG. It's oh, it's okay. supposed to be. I think it's going to be like almost like Final Fantasy style combat. Nice. Oh, is it? I thought it was more open world. Well, the the game is, but when you go into combat, I think it's supposed to be like like oh, a Final okay. Fantasy is. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the impression that I got from it. So it's gonna it's gonna be an you know an RPG. I think you know you have you're both on the different sides and you pick your abilities from a menu. Is this gonna be in the arcade? No, no it's a full it's game. Full game. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap! Yeah, it's, looks it's looking pretty great so far. Um, the yeah the trailers and stuff I've seen. Hey, you know it'll be funny. Really oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, yeah, like I read a little bit about the intro in I think Game Informer, and even the intro, like reading about it was was funny. So, uh, South Park. Torchlight 2, yeah, it's definitely fantastic. Um, I don't, I wouldn't care if it's on Xbox Live Arcade at this point. Me, um, just oh, well, unless unless they gave you like a voucher that you could play it on either Xbox or PC, I think that would be cool. That would be cool because then I would I would definitely download and play on Xbox. But if I had to buy it again, I probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the only way they would uh, they would go for it. Okay. Uh, next is from Michael in Minnesota who says, really enjoying the hangover episodes. I was happy to see both the Golden Gophers improve to 4-0 and the Vikings somehow finding a way to beat the 49ers. Tottenham also won on Sunday, so it is a very good weekend for my teams. No. I actually tweeted, uh, it was after the Minnesota game, that the Golden Gophers are 4-0. I saw that. I was so happy. I'm rooting for them right now. Yeah, aren't they ranked like 22? second or 23rd or something they're they, ranked right? they might be ranked now i haven't checked after the week yeah. ended I, I think i saw that they were ranked but in since, the 20s maybe since michigan been so poor yeah i've been rooting for minnesota Sorry. it's okay it's okay <laughs> it's all your fault eric it yeah. is my fault i take full blame denard robinson threw four interceptions against didn't notre he throw dame. him in like four consecutive passes? yeah oh, oh against notre that's dame that's brutal my dad said like the michigan quarterback would throw one and then the notre dame quarterback responded with an interception really and denard robinson threw another one wow and denard robinson is supposed to be really good yeah he's having a shit year yeah man. he really is heisman candidate too but uh yeah i'm rooting for minnesota minnesota's starting quarterback got hurt though oh did he two weeks ago or a week ago, so they had their back up in, but he's been doing really well. Oh, that's good. I don't see Minnesota in the rankings. I think we were as shocked as anyone, too, that the Vikings beat the 49ers. Yeah, we were talking about that beforehand. Will and Corey both asked, how did that happen, and nobody had an answer. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the game, so well, I didn't yeah, see. That's the thing. But everyone, Court, Will said everyone seems to think that, that Minnesota pretty much played as as well as they, as they could. Yeah. Perfect game, I guess, is what yeah. I heard. I guess... <laughs> Uh, the pass rush was really working. Okay. So yeah. well, they have Jared Allen, yeah. who's one of my favorite, probably my favorite player that doesn't play for the Bills. Okay. I have him on one of my fantasy teams. I love teams. Jared Allen. He's an entertaining guy, too. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's usually got the Fu Manchu <laughs> beard going. <laughs> yeah, he's a character, no doubt. No doubt. Um, Yeah, but, but we were saying, you know, there's no sure bets in this year's NFL, it doesn't seem like. No. I think I think anyone you know any team can win any game at any time. So, yeah. Yeah. I think if Joe Flacco gets hot, 
The Ravens are going to be tough to beat. Yeah. Well, their defense is is good, man. Always. And Ray Rice is fantastic. Yeah, phenomenal. I'll tell you for how old Ed Reed is. He was all over the Dude, field. Ed Reed is so good. Him and Ray all Lewis are old, and they can still play oh, and at he, a high level. He wasn't. I mean, he was making tackles, and uh, there was. I, I don't even remember who they played, but I was watching the Ravens game, and he cracked someone in the end zone who caught the ball and cra- like cracked him good, and he you know dropped it, broke up a touchdown. Yeah. Because of that, they sweet were playing hit. the Patriots. Oh, yeah, the they Patriots? won thirty-one thirty. Mm-hmm. And Tory Smith's brother died oh, the day right. before, and he had an incredible game. He caught two touchdowns. Oh, that was that was really sad. Yeah, actually, I like Tory Smith too. I was following yeah. him on Twitter before that happened too. Yeah, I guess um, he was like a like his a, a, fa- a father figure to his brother. He had to raise his siblings. Yeah, um, you know he cooked all their meals and took care of them and all that stuff. So you know it was like losing a son to him. Yeah, it was, that was really sad. And he it was the night it was at two o'clock the night before the game and the he game, yeah. played. Yeah, and you know? played amazing. Yeah, it was a motorcycle guys, accident, right? Did you guys still record a episode of this podcast if I died? Mm. It depends on what the episode was about. <laughs> was <laughs> in in memoriam? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if a new game came out, we would just have to put out a put out the episode, put out content. Yeah, Corey, you Eric, know I've always been one to put out. <laughs> Eric, that's a good idea. What doing uh, in memorial episodes for each other? Well, I don't. I hope none of us die. <laughs> no, well, we're still alive. Wouldn't that be fun? They did that in an episode of Futurama. I'd probably tear up. They gave Bender. They gave Bender a funeral. He ended up hating. He ended up hating it. <laughs> he said. Uh, he said. So he made a joke like, uh, uh, "I guess it's good that I'm alive because now I know how much my funeral's gonna suck." Oh, yeah. I think is what he said. <laughs> it's a good episode. We should do that for birthday episodes in memorial. Eric, Eric, I think you're the first one. No, Will's the first one. Yeah, Will's, yeah, Will's the first in Janu- one. Uh, January. All right, we get to test it out on me. There you go. Just, just like the main segment, you know, do like a, a memorial to Will. And his gaming? Yeah, and just whatever we have, just, you know. Oh, boy. That's not a bad idea. Dry run it. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for Michael. Oh, thanks, Travis, too. I forgot to say thanks, Travis. Uh, thanks, Michael, for that. Oh, Tottenham. Was that the game that was on Fox on Sunday? There I was a game it. on Fox. I doubt it was that one. Tottenham's not one of the bigger teams. Okay. Well, over there, kind of, but not here. Right. Uh, I don't know who it was, but Tottenham is supposedly Arsenal's rival. I don't really know that much about it, but so I'm not supposed to like them, so I'm pissed off that they won. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. All right, the next is from Miguel in Spain, who says, Hi, guys, I kind of disagree with your opinion that the U.S. team will never defeat the Spanish team in soccer. In fact, if I remember well, Spain has been defeated twice in an official match in the last three or four years. Once against Switzerland and another surprise against the U.S. For the matches I have seen of the U.S. teams in the different World Cups, I can tell they are very bad technically, but they are usually pretty good defensively and well organized. Uh, A tough cookie, so if they score first, they have many possibilities to win. Besides, one of the good things about soccer is that every now and again, uh, an underdog can have its moment of glory. As for the American football over here, I guess it's like soccer over there. If you ask somebody in the street... Maybe he or she would end up confusing it with rugby. As for me, I've always been (laughs) curious about American football, but I guess I've never had the patience to learn the rules. 
it looks to me a pretty complex and strategic sport. And the media has certain repercussions like the Super Bowl and especially one in particular. You can guess which one. Uh, by the way, my vote is for Metal Gear Solid as best game of PlayStation and one of the best of all times. So that was from Miguel. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, he, he, he seems to think that, like we're saying with football, you know, you play the game because anyone can win a game, you know. Right. Um, probably if the U.S. played Spain, Spain would win nine times out of ten. Wait, so he said he disagrees that we'll... That we would never be, that we could never be Spain. He thinks we Spain. could beat Spain. Right. I read that wrong when I read it the first time. Okay, yeah. Because um, what I thought he said the opposite, and I was like, I don't ever remember me saying that we could ever beat Spain because oh, no. I don't think we could. Right. But I don't know. Yeah, no, he's saying he's saying anyone can win. Right. And that yeah. that's really why you play the game. It is, but Spain's really good. No, I know. And our team sucks. Well here okay, so nine times if we played them ten times in a row, US might sneak by one. I wouldn't put money on 20 it. Twenty times? <laughs> one maybe. <laughs> one out of twenty. Spain's team is loaded. No, I know. And we suck. Like I don't know. We have a few good players, but ugh. yeah, it's depressing. Yeah. If we play them ten times, they might beat us one, but not <laughs> this time. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, he probably he knows more about football than I do. So right. Yeah, can, but can we, go ahead. Can we just get it over with and turn the Thumbstick Athletes podcast into a podcast about international soccer? <laughs> I feel been, like that's what it's becoming. There to. has been a lot of international soccer, <laughs> which is great, considering <laughs> I'm the only one that likes it. Yeah, I should say I don't dislike it. I just, I, it's, I, I don't care that much. Mm-hmm. I have nothing against it. I actually, I like watching international stuff because it's, yeah, international. You know, country. So I'd watch that no World matter Cup's what. Fun to watch. Oh, World Cup's yeah, great. Exactly. But well, hey, maybe one day in the World Cup it'll be USA and Spain for the title. <sighs> Not likely. <laughs> Not likely maybe, at maybe all. U.S. women's. Got half of that, right? Yeah. U.S. women's. U.S. women's, maybe. How's the Spanish women's team? Do I don't know? think they're great. No. I don't remember seeing much of them. I know it's U.S. and Japan and U.S. and China usually yeah. that do well in women's. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. The next is Twitter from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey, guys, listen to the Nerds podcast. He says what he wants, and he gets paid for it. Listen to the Joan Rivers episode. I actually do listen to the Nerdist podcast. Um, that's one of the ones that I listen if I really like the guest, or if I don't have anything else to listen to, I'll listen to the Nerdist. Um, and I do like it. Um, I will listen to the Joan Rivers episode, and there must must be something something awesome in there, probably. He mentions us. Uh, just Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers mentions us? No, oh. something awesome. Oh. Joan Rivers. No, I, I I like Joan Rivers. I have nothing. She's funny. Her. Yeah, she is really funny. For, for she's in her seventies and she's like super sharp. Eighties, seventies. Tyler over here, all of a sudden wants to chime in. Oh, okay, Joan Rivers is funny. Yeah. Difference being, Wanda Sykes not funny at all. Tyler, you're not going to win this argument. I forgot about Wanda Sykes. Well, Tyler didn't because he's her biggest <laughs> fan. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure none of us said Joan Rivers is our favorite comedian. <laughs> he said, Tyler can't hear, but I'll repeat what Corey said. He said, he's pretty sure none of us said that Joan Rivers is our favorite comedian. <laughs> he flipped you off, Corey. 
Oh, that got shot down pretty quick, didn't it, Tyler? <laughs> oh, that's good. All right. Uh, last piece of feedback is from Chase, who says, "If any of you guys, if any of you guys have not listened to Phantom Egg, that's one of my favorite chiptune artists. And I think he actually suggested that for music for an episode. Study. So I'll, have to, I'll look into it. Yeah, I will do that. Uh, voicemails played. No, no new likes. Uh, oh, we didn't end up. I didn't end up drinking for the last last you episode. We get a bottle of liqueur in here. I know because we got to break it up into shots. You know what? I'll save the ones that we." Had from okay. last week and carry it because it was two, right, Corey? One Facebook, Just one Twitter. Just don't put the horse before the cart. What do you mean? Wait, don't put the cart before the horse. What's that mean? It means we're not getting any likes, so. Well, that's because you can we're, hold off. That's because we're not like drinking, drinking. I think I'm once we. I'm pretty sure it won't make a difference. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think once we start doing shots, people will be like, "Hey." People are going to catch on, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, okay. I I put our business card in some more discreet locations this past week. <laughs> I like the way you think. Yeah, I got to get some more business cards. Dinosaur Barbecue might have a couple things added to one of their tables. <laughs> We're going to have a huge spike in listens in Syracuse, New York. <laughs> if we do, you can thank me. <laughs> It'll be all because of Eric. <laughs> all right, well, let's get into roundtable discussion. Uh, Corey, why don't you go go ahead? What do you got? Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. Because yeah. you're kind of a little staticky on my end, so nope. I just wanted to make sure you could. You're fine. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of, Dan mentioned in his nib, one of his nibble bits, the article from Google. Um, and the name of the article was Understanding the Modern Gamer, uh, written by Adam Stewart, Nishad Pei, Pai, Pie, Pei, I don't know, Sam Franklin and Matt Seats. Um, on thinkwithgoogle.com, and it said uh, a lot of very obvious things about search engines and what you can learn about gamers through search engines and their habits and everything. Um, So I just pulled out a few things I thought were interesting, and I'm going to end with a a question. Um, But yeah, so apparently the engagement with games uh, on search engines is shifting to the six months pre-launch, more so than around launch, because uh, gamers are researching titles more. Uh, which is interesting. Uh, in 2011, four in ten searches occurred. Four in ten searches for a game occurred during the six month pre launch phase. Which kind of makes me wonder does it have, I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with the economy or anything like that, but I think gamers in general are just more con- conscientious about what they're buying. Mm-hmm. Do you guys feel that way? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The games are expensive, and- man. Yeah, it's 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 an it's an investment, and part of his part of the reason is gamers are getting older too, you know, and they're they're more uh, more apt to do some do some research before they just jump right in by yeah. You know, I remember when I had my whatever was marketed at them. Yeah, I remember when I had my PlayStation in high school. I bought every new game that came out. Every new game doesn't didn't matter if I even heard anything about it. I pretty much bought every new game. And I had a lot of games I didn't like, which I don't. I don't really get that anymore, you know. Yeah. So. Agreed. Um, another interesting thing I pulled out was that for major franchise titles, engagement is extending beyond the traditional release cycle to year-round interaction, which I think is something the uh, publishers and developers are thrilled to hear that their DLC and online is working. Uh, but to me, that's kind of like an obvious thing. Of course, interaction is increasing year-round for that very reason, you know, as, as more and more publishers push DLC and online gameplay. You know. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't think by saying that, you know, they're telling people something they don't already know. Right. Um, but one of the most interesting things I, I, I read in the article is this quote. It says, digital tools such as search offer gamers the unique ability to directly reach out to publishers and retails. Publishers and retailers, in turn, have a tremendous opportunity to drive even stronger results by reaching back to gamers. Retailers can maximize game sales from pre-orders to DLC by delivering key content to gamers at the right moments across multiple devices. Again, tell us something we don't already know. Um, The publisher of the future can successfully grow their brands by controlling and facilitating meaningful ongoing conversations with their fans from announcement to launch and beyond. Um, and I, you know, my first reaction was no shit. That's just, that's how you do business. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that I, I kind of made me think of is which publishers do you guys think are best poised for the future in that regard? You know, the, mm-hmm. the ones, which publishers are, uh, best at controlling and facilitating meaningful ongoing conversation, um, from the announcement to, to launch and, and beyond. That's tough. Yeah, because, I mean, I know, like, EA is really trying to do Origin, but Valve's already there with Steam. Yeah. Um, I... Square has their their little, what was that thing I tried a couple weeks ago, the free-to-play with advertisements. Mm-hmm. I forget what that was. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys What do you guys think? Can, can, can you come up with any, like... Well, I, you know, I, I wanted to talk about steam a little bit because i i was kind of against steam at first but i you know i've kind of come around to it as as a platform for for gaming the thing i don't like about it is that all the publishers are coming out with their own versions of steam so for you to have a bunch of different games on pc you have to have all these different game clients you know i don't like that i like having one steam is the one they i they obviously won you know i don't like um uh ea trying to shoehorn theirs into the into the market at this point, you know? So I, I wouldn't say it's EA. I don't think. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, and I would say that's definitely their attempt to have a platform to, to facilitate that kind of interaction mm-hmm. in the long run, um, with gamers, because I mean, even look at, look at Microsoft, um, with Xbox live, you know, yeah. you can include that mm-hmm. Microsoft's a publisher and they have this platform that people go to on a daily basis and they can manipulate that platform however they need to. Yeah. Um, same with Sony. I mean, to a lesser extent, PSN. Um, what was I going to say? No, I forgot. Yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. Um, I don't know. I, I think – I don't think it's – you know, EA – like I said, I don't think EA is going to be one of them. I don't think Activision is going to be one of them. I think the companies that are a little more flexible with their products – you know, the, the publishers that are more flexible with their products are, are the ones that are going to do better, don't you? Yeah, uh, no, I, I totally agree. And, and my biggest thing is um, all it really takes is just to m- keep making great games to, to keep the conversation going. Yeah. I, I spend a lot of time on Reddit, especially the gaming thread, and, and the memes and other conversations are always around, like, your Skyrims, uh, anything from Valve. Yeah. Um, well, I guess anything from Bethesda in that regard. Yeah. Um, anything, anything from Valve, uh, a lot of the Mario games or Nintendo, I should say, because uh, those are all great games. Yeah. And, and publishers that push them out are looked at fondly, like you know, Gabe Newell is the head of Steam, and, and there's this meme that or Valve, and there's this meme going around called "Good Guy Gabe." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, people love him, and and that's like that's keeping the conversation going. Uh, separate from this platform that they created, so I don't even think it's necessary to have 
have a platform like that if you just keep making good games. Yeah, because I'm, I I <laughs> want to bring up 2K games because 2K games I think um, kind of gets forgotten about a little bit, but they've had some great games and Borderlands 2 being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they're not trying to force their own PC gaming climate client down your throat. You know, they're not forcing things down your throat. They're just making games. They're putting their games on Steam. They're you know releasing their games on the major platforms. Um, you know, they're they're the ones they own. They work with uh, Firaxis too, which Firaxis is releasing a lot of, you know, really good games now too with uh, Civilization and and XCOM that's coming up. Yeah. So I think two gate two K games is is a great. I don't think they draw a lot of hate from gamers for shit that they pull on people. You know, yeah, that's a good example because yeah. I never even thought of them either. Yeah, they they kind of get forgotten about. They're not one of the evil publishers, you know, yeah. per se. Kind of so. flying under the radar a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. So I would have yeah. to I would have to pick two K. I think two K is as long as they're you know not not drawing a shitstorm from fans. I, I think they're kind of hands off too. I think they're letting their their publisher or uh, developers you know make their games and you know just mm-hmm. doing their advertising as need be when the time comes. You know. Do they have Bioshock? Yeah. Yeah. So there's another. Yeah. So. Keep doing yeah. what they're doing. What are you anyone? What are you, Corey? What about me? What do you think? Uh, everything I just said, pretty much. I don't. I don't really have anything to add other than that. That, okay. and I think it just comes down to making good games. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really kind of pissed off. Like, I, I think, I think a publisher can. I don't know if they'll necessarily help a game come out, but I think they can ruin a game. You know. Yeah. With uh, uh hard hard release dates and stuff like that. I think, I think they can ruin a game. I don't think they're going to, at the very least, they let the, let the developers, you know, do what they want. I think, you know, mm-hmm. kind of let them run the show. I think, I think that's where, um, Dragon Age, Dragon Age 2 ran into problems and mass, I think Mass Effect 3 ran into a couple, or yeah, Mass Effect 3 ran into a couple problems from, uh, you know, requirements from EA. Yeah. If Mass Effect 3 was still in development right now, I wouldn't care. Well, right, yeah, because, you know, if they spent the time... To, not that the Mass Effect 3 wasn't good because it was awesome, but, yeah. you know. So I think that sports games are another one that's a victim of the... Hard release the, date. The, yeah, the publishers, so... Well, that and they, you know, they reward bonuses based on Metacritic ratings, which is BS. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Okay. That's a good good discussion well what do you have mine is a short one okay. it is uh, one guy hits borderlands 2 level cap and record setting 43 hours wow um matt seinfried wanted to be the first so this championship gamer who's already notched number one rankings in various titles got borderlands 2 as soon as he could at midnight in less than two days he reached the level cap in borderlands 3 43 hours and 15 minutes was the total and he didn't time. die? Nope, he's, still, he's alive. <laughs> Kicking. He must have taken a bathroom break and gotten some food. Probably. That's almost two days. So, That's impressive. Stood up and walked around every six hours. So, he, did, so he didn't clot up? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. That's almost two days of straight gaming. I don't think I could do it. I, I couldn't I either. Could. When, I, when I get into the 8 to 10 hour of straight gaming, I'm like, I really should do something you else. Get that fuzzy head going. Yeah. And- just feeling like shit. But he's a he's a professional. That's what he does. I can do it. Do you think? Yeah, I'll explain how when oh. I talk about fast. <coughs> okay, almost two days, huh? 
One of the comments is I've played the game for 46 hours and I'm level 40. What's the what's the level cap? 50, I think. Okay. So yeah, he wasn't as wasn't as fast as the other guy. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, impressive work. Yeah, that is impressive Very work. Impressive. I always like someone that will take a new game and get to the max level, level. Like, almost immediately. <laughs> like in Guild Wars 2, wasn't it like two days that someone was already level 80? 80, yeah. <laughs> the game <laughs> hasn't even come out yet. That's awesome. And, I admire that. Yeah, I do too. That's determination that even I don't have, and I love video determination games. Determination at its finest. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, Nerd the, closest, the closest I've come to that is when I was in college in EQ2, the uh, Echoes of Fadeware expansion came out. Oh, yeah. Um, and because I was in college, you know whatever um yeah. so i went and got it i don't know if they had a midnight sale no i think i just eh, yeah they must have it was a download or, yeah it was download that's what that's what it was and as soon as it was available i played it um and it came out at night and i just played it all through the more like that night and all through the morning and because of it i had two global item discoveries that's awesome yeah you'll be forever immortalized like in that game yeah. until they shut down the servers Lanua Riftwind. She yeah. has a couple global item discoveries. That's awesome. I don't think I had any global. I had a couple server discoveries, but no, nothing global. That was an awesome expansion. Yeah, Echoes yes, of Fade was. Was Corey, were you really super good. pumped when you found them? Uh, I didn't. I don't know if it told me at the time. I don't think I knew until later on. Mm. Um, and you got yeah, experience and stuff out, for like, that. Hell yeah! But it was just like shitty, useless quest items. It wasn't like uh, a awesome weapon or anything. Uh, it I was just because I was you. doing the uh, the single player quest lines uh, and hammering them out. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, Eric. What do you got for us? Oh, this is just something that I found on um, IGN's website. It's not technically video game related, but it's in the the geek realm, I suppose you huh? could say. Did any of you see Prometheus? No. Corey. No, but is it going to spoil it? No. Oh, okay, because I really want to see it. No, it's just, you know how I am about the Catholic Church, and they're getting all bent out of shape about Prometheus and what it does. Um, Apparently it questions where humans came from, and it tries to show that aliens created humans, as opposed to what the Bible says. That's not a new theory, though. (laughs) And um, somebody from the Vatican newspaper said that Prometheus, Prometheus mishandles the delicate questions raised by the battle eternal between good and evil and yet another attempt to stake the secret of immortality. Hmm. And the paper added that the journey of Prometheus should instead symbolize a search for supernatural and not who created humans. It's a movie. Exactly. Meh. Like, don't get fucking bent out of shape about it. <laughs> really? Tyler? I didn't say anything. I know what side you're on, you dick. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> Meh. I don't. I just uh, hate seeing stuff like this. Yeah. And it really just gets me all burnt up. Yeah. And it, I couldn't find anything else, so this is what I picked. There you go. Um, that's not a, that's not a new theory either. I mean, that's no. not that's that's been around for a while. I, I but I do want to see that movie. It's kind of a crackpot theory <laughs> that a- aliens seeded human life. Mm-hmm. But well, obviously it's a crackpot theory because we haven't come up with uh, we haven't seen any aliens yet. So first you We're have to believe, first you have to believe the aliens have been here, and second you have to believe that they they created hu- Which humans. You do what? You believe aliens have been here? No, no, no. But I there I I, think, I, I I I do too, Corey. I believe there are aliens yeah. because the universe is I, enormous, and if you if you look into Drake's equation, there's almost no chance that aliens don't exist somewhere. 
or had existed somewhere. I don't like to think too much, so I just kind of say that they probably do exist. And then have I don't a know beer. about this Drake guy. Yeah, Drake's equation was it just calculated uh, the the amount of other life forms in our. I think it was just in our galaxy alone. <laughs> okay. Um, based on the number of star systems and how many habitable planets there there is around them. So, huh. as it was a fairly high number. Corey, when you think aliens have been here, do you mean like? And does people want them to be pictured, like, walking around with us? Or do you... Or microbes. Yeah, what do you think? No, no, that definitely advanced form of life has been here. Okay. <laughs> all right. I have stoner roommates, guys. <laughs> we talk about this stuff all the time. Oh, Corey, listen, <laughs> I agree with you, and I'd love to talk to you about I it. I would, too, with, a, like, a... 12-pack of beers. Maybe I'd, we should I'd do that right for a that. hangover episode. There you go. Talk aliens. I would love to. I've, we should do a whole freaking episode. We should Our next marathon episode should be on that. We'll get real drunk. We could have yeah. a marathon hangover episode. We could. Probably. We can do anything we want. Well, that's why we have the hangover episode, so we can get right. off topic a little bit. Yeah. So. Well, well, we'll do that then, and people can send us their thoughts on aliens. Yeah. I have a, a roommate who's big into Egyptian stuff, and he oh, talks... Yeah? Because, I mean, the Egyptians were a superior race, not even a superior race, a superior culture to anything that we have today for a variety of reasons that we don't even really understand yet. Um, and, and part of that is is interaction with alien life forms. I've heard, yeah. I've heard some of those theories. I have a friend who thinks aliens help build the pyramids. their pyramids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's, just briefly, because I know we don't want to get too caught up in this, there's, uh, you know, the, the way they imagined the pyramids were built was that they took these huge blocks of whatever and rolled them across logs to get where they needed to be. Um, but there's this one period, er, period, <laughs> pyramid that's built like on a on a on a mountain with cliffs, and it's like, how the hell do you roll them puppies up there? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and then and then there's another one, uh, another pyramid that is seven miles from the nearest river, um, which I guess, you know, they postulated that... They're brought by barge from south, right? Right, but because it was seven miles away from this river, um, you know, rivers move with time, they erode away the coast, that this pyramid would have been built long before they even suspected any life to exist. Yeah, well, I'll have a brief aside here. One of the things that... Those pyramid, the Great Pyramids of Giza were a lot larger too, and and structurally sound, and they're the oldest ones in Egypt. And a lot of the newer ones are crumbling and falling apart, and small and shitty. You know, and that's yep. one of the one of the points of mm. where they forget how to build pyramids. Yeah. It's like you know, it's really? pretty different. But that's just an aside. Uh, stuff. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's that. I'm. I'll skip out on my thing because we're we're running a little long here so we're gonna take a quick break uh the song you're gonna be hearing during the break is by the blue ducks called uh floss suffers from gamma radiation so we'll be right back right after that Thank you. 
music's got a real special quality, and the kids are dying with it. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 61 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are in what we played this week segment. So, Corey, I really want to hear about FTL. So tell us about FTL. All right. Uh, so FTL was actually the first um, Kickstarter game to take off and get funding and come out. Um, I don't know where I heard about it initially. I just like various video game publications were playing it and saying how awesome it was. So... I ended up getting it and uh, playing it, and, and it's it's a very small indie game. It has that nice indie feel, um, so it's it's very stylized and great music. I feel like that's like a common indie thing because mm-hmm. it's easy to grab a talented musician and say, "Hey, can you do this for this game?" You get um, you'll get some publicity and yeah, maybe maybe there's, cut there's of the profits. A, there's a lot of really talented musicians out there. I don't feel like there's nearly as many talented game developers. Right. So, you know, there's, there's a much larger pool to draw from. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of a lot of starting musicians are just looking to get their name out there, and that's a pretty decent way to do it and establish a, a fairly decent following. Um, so anyway, the way the game works is you start off and you are part of uh, this federation, and you're carrying this sensitive information with you, and you have to transport it across the galaxy. However, the rebels, who are actually the bad guys in this game, the galaxy or, or the soul? Uh, oh, okay, galaxy, not not the universe. No, just the galaxy. Okay. Um, the, the bad guys are actually the rebels in this game, which is the opposite of Star Wars, which kind of throws you off a little bit. It's like, wait, I'm on the side of the Federation. That's weird. I'm used to being the rebels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you have to transport um, with your little crew in this little ship this information across the galaxy, and the, the rebels pursue you. And the way it works is you're never actually flying the ship around. You jump. You just do um, FTL jumps mm-hmm. from star system to star system, uh, interesting location to interesting location, and that, that all happens on a map. Um, and when you jump, uh, any number of, I'm not even sure how many random events there are, could happen to you. You could run into a forward scout of the rebel fleet and have to fight it and destroy it, you could come across, uh, you know, like a black market setup somewhere where you can actually shop and, and buy upgrades for your ship and repair your ship and purchase crew members and stuff like that. Um, so that's like the main gameplay feature. But basically what you're doing um, through all of that um, when those events happen is managing your ship. And, and the way you do that is through the ship's power. Um, you control the shields the weapons, um, the cloaking if you have it, the drones if you have it, uh, the engine, uh, the the captain who actually steers the ship. Um, You manage all that stuff, and and you do it by assigning the amount of power bars you have to various locations. So if if you're going to fight an enemy, like, it makes sense to have your shields all the way up and put one of your crew members on uh, the weaponry, so that'll give you a bonus to your weaponry, and make sure there's somebody helming the, the... What's the word? The bridge, if you mm-hmm. will, because that'll give you a bonus to um, evade or something like that. And you could also have somebody in the engine room, which will which will give you a bonus to evade. And you only start off with three crew members, and you get to name them, so you get to make it kind of personal. Um, and I named mine after 
I, I thought about it for a while. Who do I know that I would most like to explore the galaxy with? Um, and I came up with Chris Henry, mm-hmm. who has on, been on this podcast, yeah. and my friend Austin, because uh-huh. I think they would be the most entertaining for that long, lonely huh. journey. Oh, Corey, fuck no you. offense, no offense to you guys. <laughs> Plenty taken. <laughs> hey, you guys want to start our um, galaxy yeah. searching? Will you want to get out of yeah, here? Or? Let's do it. Uh, wow. There's other, yeah. But anyway, we'll yeah. We'll go on, Corey. That. That's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So yeah, you're doing that, and uh, your ship huh. is divided into rooms, and each room houses its 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 own compartment for the ship. Um, you control the blast door, so if something catches on fire, you can you can open up the airlock to suck out all the oxygen to put out the fire. Um, but there's a room that controls the blast door, so if that room gets destroyed, you can't control the you can't move, open and close the blast doors um, remotely. Um, so there's there's a lot of that going on. People enemies can board your ship through teleporters. You can do the same to them, and then you actually have to take your crew members and fight them. Um, the different species of crew members have different bonuses to them. The humans are, I think they just call them humans are, un- they just say humans are uninteresting and there's nothing interesting about them. So there's, they're just, you know, they're the, the, like they are in all video games, just the average, the, the average, yeah, the average guy. Um, but there are, there are races, uh, species that's like really good at repairing stuff. So if stuff gets destroyed from a missile or a uh, fire or whatever, or, you know, when people board your ship and destroy it. They'll go there and repair at two times the speed. Um, there's also I forget which race it is or species species it is that um, emits power. So when they go into a room, they add one one power bar to it. Um, so yeah, that that's the crew management is a big part of it, and it's just it's you know just taking the ship, going through the galaxy, upgrading it as you go along, earning scrap. The uh, scrap is like your form of credits to, to to buy various things and repair your hull if it gets damaged. Um, so it is kind of an RPG in the sense that, you know, you have this ship and crew that you're trying to upgrade. And the longer you have a crew member work on a certain part of the ship, um, they'll get better at it. So there's a little, you know, there's a little little, little bit of gameplay in that, too. But I love it, and it's very addicting. I tried playing it on normal. Couldn't beat it. It's old school in that, you know, if you if you die, you start all over again. Mm-hmm. Ooh, start. I like that. Which I hate. And you have to... I think you have to jump. I think it's eight sectors. There's eight different sectors. Um, I could only get to the third on normal difficulty. So I found out that a lot of people were just playing it on easy because you can also unlock ships and, and new things for your ship for when you start off. That a lot of people were just playing it through on easy so they could unlock a bunch of stuff, um, you know, different types of ships and stuff. Um, but I've only been able to get to the sixth sector on easy. I haven't gotten past that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the game I'm in right now. I think I'm in the sixth sector, and I have a pretty good crew. My ship's in pretty good shape. Um, I have a good amount of fuel because every time you jump, it consumes one fuel, and you can get to the point where, if you don't have the money to buy fuel, or if you can't get to a store in time, you can just run out of fuel in the middle of nowhere and, and you die. lose. Hmm. Um, but it's 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 a lot of fun, and I've kind of gotten in the habit of blasting chip tunes and drinking beer. And playing faster than light, mm-hmm. and I, I honestly—that's what I when I said I could do a forty-eight hour gaming session. It's a great mix. Yeah, you know, it's so much fun. Like okay. you just get so focused on this game, and I don't know. All right, I just—I envision myself like I wanna—I wanna buy a computer and set up a command center in my bedroom, 
and just blare t- chip tunes and play FTL and play FTL all through the night. Nice. Okay, a couple questions. How about how long does one game take approximately? At least at least what you've played so far. It depends. I've had uh, I've had games that have only lasted like five minutes, mm-hmm. where I really get screwed right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And thing in that game, things can go south really fast if you're mm-hmm. not on top of stuff. Um, like one of the biggest problems is if a fire breaks out in your life support room, and uh, it destroys your oxygen supply, and your oxygen supply slowly fades. Mm-hmm. But if you're also getting attacked at the same time, it's really hard to get to the the uh, the life support room to repair the oxygen. Um, in time and also fend off the bad guys so mm-hmm. I mean you you can get like upgrades for your ship you can get drones that will attack people on your ship and that kind of helps and drones that re- will repair damage on your ship and that helps too but yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't take much for things to go to go south okay how long would you say that like if you were to play a full game and, and win it would take you uh, maybe a couple hours three or four hours Probably yeah, okay. maybe not even that long. So it's not it's not it's not too long of a game, but but, no, but pretty difficult. Yeah, because I've had a lot of people on Twitter that I follow that are just in love with that game, and I've really I mean yeah. it's right up my alley. It's you know science fiction, it's something I love, you know. Yeah. So, and again, it's it's a little game, but it's very addictive. You'll you'll die, and you'll just be like, I'm just gonna start another one. I don't even care. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I've been I've I'm been wanting to play that so bad but i just don't have the time right now okay type of game you make time for i know i should just buy it and shut up just do it how much is it is it 15 or is it 10 i I, I think it's 10 on gog yeah is it on steam i think so i'll look i think it's on steam yeah i'm pretty sure it is I'll tell you what, when I make my crew, Corey's not going to be in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make mine too. Eric and Dan. He's busy that day when I go out exploring. <laughs> out exploring the galaxy. Okay. Did you play anything else, Corey? Uh, yeah, I played a little more NHL 13. I won't I won't uh, bore you with it too much, but I've been playing my ultimate team. been playing online. Um, still not convinced I like the new skating stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimate team's fun though it's i mean eric talked about it for fifa it's the same thing just in hockey um, just saving up to buy the most expensive card pack yeah you know that takes me forever whatever whatever uh, i did play one through one season on be a gm mode as the phoenix coyotes didn't make it to the playoffs uh, i was close i think i was one spot out, out of the playoffs but that's fine you know it was my first season and i have it on all-star difficulty mm-hmm. um yeah, that's that's about all I have to say about that. Uh, I do know I have noticed some some crappy hits, you know, the behind the the. Yeah, that's mostly on online play though, right? Yeah, yeah, mostly, really, it is. Not about it. Yeah, that's how it was in NHL 12 too. I did, I never noticed it playing single player, but it was brutal playing online. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So, okay. Uh, faster than light is ten dollars on gag dot com. Okay. Available on Steam? I don't know. My Steam had to update. And I don't uh, want to screw with the connection. Okay. Uh, Will, what'd you play? Um, I played a little bit of Borderlands, but I'll talk about that a little later when Dan goes. But one thing I did do was played, beat Mass Effect 3 on Insanity, and I got every achievement. Nice work. For Mass Effect 3. 
Hey. Nice work. My goal is to get every achievement for every Mass Effect game, so mm-hmm. I just have to do the first one now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when I'm going to start that, but I'm pretty far off from Mass Effect 1. Achievements in there are way harder in Mass Effect 1 than in 2 and 3. Yeah. Because... It took me a long time to get Mass Effect 1 achievements. Because I have to do it on Insanity, which, you know, I can take my time, and I'm, pr- I'm used to doing Insanity. But what's hard is that these squad there's achievements where you have to play a majority of the game with the Turian squad mate, uh-huh. the human soldier squad mate, the human sentinel yeah. squad mate. Oh, that's right. And okay. you have to play through the game yeah. each time that's to be able right. to get that. And there's what six, seven squad yeah, mates. I forgot about so that. So it's like four playthroughs. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's gonna be difficult. Have you played through the first one? Yeah, I played and beat it. Okay. I didn't do. I didn't play it as in depth as Mass Effect two or three. Right. I just kind of played through it just to beat it. Okay. Um, definitely gonna go back to it though. Do a lot more stuff than I did in the first the first playthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, nice. Yeah, Borderlands. I started my Borderlands playthrough. I got the game Thursday. I don't think I started till Saturday playing it, but I chose the Assassin Zero, mm-hmm. and I got to the point where you take. Claptrap in the beginning to the town, and you meet um, the guy who repairs Claptrap's eye. I don't remember what his name is. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't remember either. But I, I'm right in there, so I'm not very far. No. But it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Okay. Apparently, there's a Claptrap in Torchlight 2. Yeah. I is there? That. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Someplace it's a an Easter egg. There's a few good Easter eggs in, in Torchlight too. There's a Minecraft one, yeah. Too. yeah. And in, and there's some good ones in Borderlands. Yeah. There's like a Dark Souls uh, soul. Yeah. Somewhere I saw. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Borderlands. Like Borderlands two is wicked fun. The Claptraps are like one of my favorite characters. They're very entertaining. Yeah. I like uh, when Claptrap sings you his dubstep song. <laughs> Somebody told me about that. <laughs> it's just wub 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 wub. <laughs> Drop it. It's hilarious. Yeah, but uh, I guess I'll go into Borderlands too. Um, it's just a fun game. I mean, I, obviously the reason why I play video games is to have fun, but I think I have more fun playing Borderlands too than I would do most other games, even ones that I really like. Um, it's just, you know, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just, it's a fun game to play. Uh, the combat is great and frantic, and uh, it's also a funny game. It's got a great sense of humor, uh, a lot of jokes, a lot of great, colorful characters in the game. Um, in Borderlands 2, you kind of you kind of get to meet and know the characters from the first Borderlands game, which is kind of cool because, um, you know, really in the first Borderlands game, the characters that you played as for however many hours you played the game just had you know the occasional one-liner you know they yeah. didn't they didn't really say anything yeah. so it's nice to get to know them a little bit um i've met uh roland and lilith and just met mordecai so that's pretty that's pretty, cool with them, yeah man. it's pretty fun they're they're you know more fully voiced and they take part in the story it's uh it's pretty cool i like that a lot about the game do you feel like the story is way better in this one than it was in the last one um I feel like it was non-existent in the first one. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mind the story from the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do feel like the story is a little more fleshed out in Borderlands 2. Yeah. Uh, a little easier to follow. Yeah, because like you had, doing. like, that uh, set villain, Yeah, too. Yeah. That that's makes a, it easier. Yeah, that's a good thing. A guy to hate right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I just hit level 16 with my Siren nice. in Borderlands 2. Um, yeah, I don't really have that much to add to it other than it's an awesome game, and I love it. Uh, 
I'd probably give it like a nine five, probably. Nice. Nine point five out of ten. It's awesome. So, uh, I the only other thing I played was Guild Wars two, which I played a lot of again, even though I had Borderlands or uh, yeah, Borderlands two and Torchlight two to play. I still played quite a bit of Guild Wars two. Sixty. Uh, level sixty two with nice. my main. So I don't remember what I was last week. I never remember. 56, like 50, maybe? Yeah, 50-something. Uh, my alts went up a little bit, too. Um, I, I actually concentrated more this time on story in the game. And the story is actually really good uh, for your character. It's it's comparable to the story in, in Star Wars The Old Republic. It's that well-written and voiced and, and interesting. Uh, so that's a, that's a good thing about the game. Um, oh, one thing I don't think I've mentioned in, in this game about Guild Wars 2 was the daily and monthly tasks. Did I have I mentioned that? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, well, the, it's it's kind of achieve, an achievement system, and it, it rewards you for kills and gathering and and doing the various things in Guild Wars two that are important. That other than the the story, you know, uh, some of the daily the daily tasks, and you know, by completing tasks, you get you know you get experience, you get money, and you get uh, like items and stuff. Um, some of the daily tasks are like gathering items, uh, killing different enemies. Uh, taking place in player events. Um, and then the monthly ones, which I only have one more monthly one to do, so I'm excited to see what the what the reward for is that, or what the reward is, is for that. Uh, but uh, PvP kills are in the monthly ones. Uh, one I just completed was getting 100,000 experience without dying, which was really freaking hard. Um, because I die a lot, mostly from falling off of cliffs. Because you, you have to do the the vistas as part of your exploration. Yeah. Um, there are jumping puzzles that you go up high and you view this vista and it has a nice cinematic where it, you know, kind of shows an area or whatever. Um, but a lot of them are jumping, you know, like I said, jumping puzzles. So there's a lot of falling from high distances for those and dying. So, uh, which makes borderlands Two not having any fall damage that much nicer. So, um, what was, what was the other one? Oh, uh, salvaging items, I think, was was a monthly task, too. So hopefully by next time, I just have to do the PvP kills one for the monthly task, so I'll, I'll be able to report on what the reward is. Um, but, ah, Guild Wars 2 is just amazing, amazing game. I think that's going to hold my attention for quite a while. So, Corey, get a PC and play some Guild Wars 2. Dang, brother. Yeah. It's I th- want to. It's that good. And it's funny because I, I read an article on uh, Kotaku this morning by Kate Cox, who played the new Mists of Pandaria, and she had been playing The Secret World and Guild Wars 2, and she said, you know, playing Mists of Pandaria felt really, like, dated and archaic compared I, compared to how good I read that article. Guild yeah. Wars 2 and, and The Secret World are, you know, how, how, how dynamic and interactive they are compared to... World of Warcraft. So that's a good article. Check it out mm-hmm. if you're interested. Actually, I saw. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. Go ahead. I saw a, a similar headline. I think it was on Forbes or something that you know, Pan- Pandaria just feels antiquated. Yeah, it's uh what eight nine eight years old, I think. I think it came out in 2004. So, but really, well, uh, her her point was that you know it, she she went to like dodge and stuff when she was in the game and. You know, you can't move when you're casting in in World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and you know after you play a game like Guild Wars where you're constantly moving around, you have to dodge. You you have to dodge attacks, or you're going to get killed by the even the the wimpiest monsters. You know, you got to dodge and move around and 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 uh, 
what's the train not train what's the word where you're you know you're bringing the mobs towards you and slowing them down pulling no it's not pulling i don't know i can't think of the term no tanking is when you just absorb damage um kite kiting yes kiting that's what i was looking for yeah you know there's a lot of kiting in it especially if you're not a heavy armored class so you know all that moving around you know you get used to that and then you go to a game where you can't move when you're casting spells or anything it feels slow and Mm -hmm. sluggish so she also mentioned um she felt kind of isolated, even though she played an MMORPG, because in Mists of Pandaria, you're, or in World of Warcraft, I should say, you're just kind of doing your own thing, you know? Um, whereas in Guild Wars, you know, you may be doing your own thing, but, you know, if you're, if you see someone getting attacked and they're having a hard time, you can jump right in, kill the thing that they're fighting, and not, not steal their experience, you know? You're helping them. Yeah. You know, you won't take any of their loot or anything. Um, and then the, just the, dynamic events that you can just jump in and help with you know so it encourages cooperation as opposed to competition yeah which is one of the my favorite things about go wars 2 so i think i've done enough talking about go wars 2 <laughs> it's made me forget about star wars galaxies if you can believe that oh i know it's that good it's Fighting that words. good so but that's all i play and- that's that's all i'll play next week too how much uh, have you paid in monthly fees, though? Uh, none. Nothing. I I bought the game for $60. You know what? At some point, I will spend some money in their online marketplace just because I love the game so much. Corey couldn't have thought he was more clever <laughs> saying that. <either>. <laughs> <laughs> His shit-eating grin on his face. Like I said, I probably will support the game and, and buy some stuff, uh, but I don't. not right now. It's a great game. That's the victory sip right there. Right, Corey? Yep. Uh, I think during uh, our, our hangover episode, when we talk about the iPhone, we're going to have to talk about getting Corey a PC as Okay. Well. Yeah, let's do that. So, yeah, that's all I have to talk about. I, uh, anything? Anyone else have anything they want to add? I do want to get Borderlands finished before October 9th because October 9th, XCOM and Dishonored come, both come really out on the same, the same goddamn day. Me too. I wasn't going to get it, but I think I may now. I'm going to skip Resident Evil probably and get that. Yeah. Well, my thought too is I, I, I think I decided – well, actually, I downloaded the demo for XCOM on Steam. So I'm going to try it on my computer and see how it is. If it runs fine and looks good, I'll probably just get it for PC. And my thinking was it will probably be released at midnight so I can play XCOM you know, late at night and in the morning and then when i get dishonored like in the afternoon sometime i can play that so i can get both those games in on the on their launch days so that's right. my thinking for that Whew, it's honorable well, yeah we'll see we'll see what happens i may end up liking xcom so much that i don't play dishonored right away yeah i'm not gonna get dishonored yeah well i think me Corey, and will are all getting it right are you getting it, Corey? no no so just me and will yeah you're getting it i'm yeah. not really sold on it yet that's right that's the one you're not just like the Ouya. <laughs> we won't bring up the Ouya. He's busy exploring the galaxy with everyone. With Chris and Austin. <laughs> everyone but you guys. With all of his, bro- <laughs> with all of his bros. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that I guess that'll do it for this episode. Um, let me find my card for the usual stuff. Yeah, and you look perfect right now. Your hair is all disheveled. Yeah, you <laughs> it's, a, it's a little greasy. Rifling through everything. <laughs> Beer cans and everything. Oh, here we go. I got it. 
All right. Yeah, there's a lot of beer cans. That's all mine, too. I th- although, I, is one of those yours and one of those Chris's from a couple weeks ago? Maybe. The rest are mine. I don't know. Ask Corey. Mm. It's Chris's. Look like a fat yeah, pig. Why don't you ask Corey if Chris was drinking? <laughs> all right. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash thumbstickathletes. Our Twitter is t- twitter.com slash tsathletes or at tsathletes. Our website is thumbstickathletes.com. Our voicemail, and we always appreciate the voicemails, is 607-527-0547. Then you can email us at thumbstickathletes at gmail.com. If you want, you can leave us a brief intro that we'll play before the the intro music for our episode, just saying, hi, this is so-and-so, and and you're listening to the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. Uh, You can, you know, add a little personality flair into it, too, if you want. Uh, But, you know, keep it short. We don't want to play anything too long at the beginning of an episode so uh i think that's oh amazon if you're gonna be ordering any of the sweet new video games coming out this fall pre-ordering or whatever uh order through our amazon window we'll clear cookies before you do so so we can uh get credit for that and hopefully get into the black one of these days huh hey yeah fuck it why not (laughs) all right so yeah that'll do it for episode 62 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan america will Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four. Hey, watch with the blinds.